0: This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Prince, also known as Head Knight. alongside yeah. me. We got... Always keeping you on your toes, Freddie. Keeping you on your toes. <laughs> also known as Nighty Night. Uh, Davis not here. David's not here. David's not here. David's not here. Uh, I think he's working on a final. Yes, that's what he said. School finals. Quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know when this episode comes out. I'm just kidding. We were pre record <laughs> pretty early. <laughs> He's do, doing finals. Do
0: yeah, he is doing finals. Um, I think it's it's coming up as his last one. So good luck to you, David, um, if you're hearing this in the future, which is going to be the past for you. But anyway, <laughs> we are still a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down and discuss the ultimate question why horror. So with the lights, sit back and let the darkness in will help you. You can support the show over on Patreon.com slash goodnightlife. That's not with the Okay. By pledging on Patreon, you have access to the show ad-free and as early as Monday with the post-show. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. The episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. Now, keep things going with our Animals Attack Month, also known as Damn Nature, You Scary! Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Nature is scary. Nature is fucking frightening. Nature is terrifying. But we actually had a really solid month. I mean, we started with Crawl, which was a blast. Uh-huh. Uh, we all surprisingly came into contact with COVID, but none of us got it, thankfully. Not on, on wood. wood. Wow. <laughs> um, but thankfully, none of us got it. Um, but we just to be safe, we decided to all record from home. But you couldn't make it. You actually did get sick. <laughs> but it was my like I was like actually exhausting. sick.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was the thing that was kinda of scary. It's like, oh yeah. Is this that negative test? Or are these false negative tests? Yeah.
0: Did you take did you And
1: work still made me to go? To go. They to still work. had you go to work? Yes. Ooh shit. Still traumatized.
0: Dude, I'm sorry. It's okay. You gotta get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta get out of there. Anyway. Uh if- <laughs> it's a whole thing but uh we had anaconda last week mm. uh which i wish we movie. been there for i know i saw the movie uh, and everything
1: i, I was ready to go
0: because it was it was definitely it was a freddy ass movie for sure <laughs> it's a so much fun uh but now today we're talking about arachnophobia Oof. 1990 Oof. first and foremost Freddy, thoughts uh this movie
1: out of all of the horror films that we've seen, this is probably one of my scariest ones I've ever seen in my life. Do you have life. a fear of spiders? I do. I have arachnophobia. And I don't, and like, I do. I'm like, like I can like see a it from crippling? afar. No, not oh, okay. a line. Okay. Like I can see it far away and be like, okay, I'm just not gonna go near you, and I'll be fine. But you, but you can if, like, kill
0: one if if you had to face face one, or uh, no. or could you take one outside and be like, oh, I'm man. sorry, I'm not taking it outside. Yeah, sorry
1: for those who like care, but like. If it's in the spot where, like, I have to deal with it.
0: If it's in your habitat.
1: Yeah, where it's like, <laughs> I have to be in that area and I don't want you to be on me. Sure. And I have to, like, interact with you because, of, like, I need to go take a shower. So it's like, if you're in my shower, I have to go attack it. Um, but, yeah, I sadly have to kill it. But it takes me a while to do it. Yeah. It's a lot of courage, a lot of strength, a lot of uh, prep talk. Yeah, Walk myself sure. through it. Man, I'm sorry, uh, dude. No, no, it's not like terrifying but it's not bad well I
0: mean that's fair uh, I don't have I just feel like spiders are all on me now god I'm damn sorry, it man I don't have a fear of spiders but I do have a fear of like fucking hoppy things like I don't like grasshoppers I don't like mm. fucking ugh they're gross <laughs> like I don't like crickets I don't like any of that um, so yeah very interesting indeed but this film, it being the scariest film for for you, how did it make you feel? Because like the, a lot of these spiders were practical, Wait, like the, a lot of these spiders were real. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so, I'm
1: sorry, <laughs> they're just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious,
0: mainly because like I, I'm I'm curious on more. So like, how did you uh, feel? No, so, okay. watching it.
1: Like I said, like this movie is kind of scary for myself to watch it, and it was really funny because uh, my housemates were like packing up to leave for the weekend, and they heard me like scream. <laughs> from, scream? There's a lot of jump scares in this movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn it. And it was like, the first like 15 minutes, and I was like, oh, it's, it's a dead spider. ha. <laughs> JK. <laughs> it was not a dead spider. It got me. Um the spider's real. <laughs> I have to say, even though this is a – phobia of mine, and it's not a very strong phobia. I still really enjoyed this movie. I think this movie like fucking rips. It's fucking great. I think there's Who a lot of great last? moments in this movie where it's just popcorn fun. Yeah. I don't think it's like a very deep movie where you can like digest it super hard, but at the same time it's like it's just a fun movie to watch. Yeah. Uh and I'm a big fan of Eight Legged Freaks, which I know it was on our list as on at one list. point. Uh so this is a really great movie to have there where I was like, oh, I'm going to be really sad that we're going to miss out on Eight-Legged Freaks, but I'm like, this is a really great alternative. Yeah, so I replaced
0: this with, with uh, Arachnophobia. It was supposed to be Eight-Legged Freaks today, but um, I replaced it with Arachnophobia instead. Which I'm happy you did. Yeah, me too. Um, I like Eight-Legged Freaks as well, and I think Eight-Legged Freaks is actually pretty awesome as a testament to how it is for, um, I guess, in, in general of like, how things kind of happen in, in the 60s and stuff like that with uh, it being in like with them and all this other stuff like the ant movie and shit. So like, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of I, I miss those, I guess. But um, this definitely is a lot better, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. Like this, this actually feels like a movie.
1: And I was so surprised.
0: Yeah.
1: Right when we were uh, seeing Not like the opening shots too, I'm like, oh, this seems very familiar. This gives me Jurassic Park vibes. Yeah, And then sure. I was like, oh, executive producer, Steven Spielberg. Of
0: course.
1: Kath- uh, Kathleen Kennedy. I'm like, Kathleen oh Kennedy. my God, what the f-? Frank like, Marshall and Kathleen Kennedy yeah, actually married. I was like, that's really crazy to think about. I was like, this movie is the start of what is about to happen with like the future of Disney and all of these other big things. And Steven Spielberg being like, one of the Arachnophobia,
0: Star Wars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was all connected. They have the spider episode and that one Mando episode. That's like it's all connected. I knew it. It's so, like uh, Kathleen Kennedy's like still like I have arachnophobia. I made that movie and I'm gonna throw it into the Star Wars universe. I mean, her, her and
0: Frank are still married, I believe. Yes, um, I think, but yeah. uh, I mean, fuck, a great little dynamic duo of, of these two. I think Frank Marshall only like produces films now, but like. Still, I, I feel like this movie is just very well done. It is. It's just a very is well done, super moments? fun movie. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, at the same yeah.
1: time, it's okay.
0: Oh, yeah. Nah, for sure. It works. One thing I will say is that the reason why I think this movie works so incredibly well is because of the fact that this movie doesn't play like just like someone who has a fear of spiders. This movie plays like a vampire movie. It does. And it's awesome. It's really cool. Like we have the whole talk of like killing the male and then it's all good and you're like, no, we're gonna have right. to kill the sax as well. So I'm just like, fuck, dude, this is vampires. And it's also like, like the a way that they're detective about
1: noir that. type of movies, like Let's oh, figure totally. it out, like discover stuff. So much um, fun. Yeah.
0: John Man. Goodman is. A character. Oh, John Goodman is the star of uh, this fucking I <sighs> movie. I love him. Jeff Daniels. As Delbert. Is. Jeff I mean, Daniels I love Jeff Daniels it. too, but I think John Goodman just he fucking he understood the. I assignment. feel like he was out of place. Oh, I thought he was so. But perfect. at the same time, was I'm happy. He was in it. He's Terminator. He's fucking yeah. awesome. Like I, I, I thought he was great. Yeah. I thought he was great. Like his comedic delivery worked for me compared to like Jeff Daniels' um, That's fair. comedic delivery. But like I don't know. I mean, just me. It could be just writing in general. But like. That was me. Anyway, let's jump into this. Let's do it. Arachnophobia. Directed by Frank Marshall. Released July 18th of 1990. Runtime of 1 hour 43 minutes with a budget of $22 million and a box office of $53.2 million with a rating of 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yeah. Well deserved. God damn. I did not expect that. And doubled the, the box office with its budget. They it did. Yeah. yeah. like cool. I did not expect that at all. Like That's pretty wild. But... We open to the camera panning over a river with our title shot. Oddly, looks like fucking Jurassic Park, Anaconda, right. all that shit. <laughs> this is nineties as shit. A boat sailing in the water. A man in a in a dolphin's hat named Jerry Manley is being escorted to an island to meet with Doctor James Atherton. They quickly greet and introduce each other. James moving quickly to grab his things. Jerry doesn't understand what the rush. Uh, what's the rush? He shares that they are that they're in a higher. Excuse me. He shares that they are in a hu- in a hive, I think I meant to say, not hire, excuse me. Um they are in a hive instructing Jerry to leave his personal things and just bring his equipment. Introducing Jerry to, to his field assistant, Miguel Higuettas. One thing I did not like about this movie. The dolphin's hat. No, the dolphins hat I don't give a shit about it. Oh, okay But uh, I'm sure this probably has something to do with you but, but like um, Florida it man. was the fact that I, I watched this on Amazon and they usually have like that X ray thing that yeah, pops yeah. up or whatever. Um, they didn't say like the people of color in this movie. They didn't say like their names. It only it only had the actors who were white. And uh, granted, this movie's one hundred percent predominantly white. Right? Yeah. Like, There's like not a fucking. Piece of melanin in that fucking town. That's true. <laughs> but like, yeah, it, it, in the X-ray, it does not say Miguel hit um he get us. I had to look it up separately because I was like, what the fuck is this guy's name? Like, come on, <laughs> this guy has to have a name. His name Miguel, and huh. it, just, it did not have it. Everyone else it had. I thought that was very strange.
1: Hmm. I agree. That's weird. Racist.
0: Jerry <laughs> apologizes for being late, accusing accusing that he was helped up the. Caracas with the with the fever. I think that's how you say that. How do you say that? It's like Spanish for waterfalls. How do you say it again? Caracas. Caracas. Do you have to roll the r? Caracas. I can't roll that. You can't roll your I, r's. I speak Spanish, but I can't roll r's. Caracas. You can't. can you. you can't roll your r's. No. I did not know that. Uh, well. <laughs> wow. That's my intent nice yeah that was pretty good the best spanish speaker in the world Columbus not Columbus. being <laughs> not being over it yet james is, is uh an absolute dick not caring demanding that he wants close-ups of every specimen in courage of the rainforest all right fuck you dude uh, they head over <laughs> to the helicopter as they continue sharing what to, what to expect and i actually love how they are like flying and we can clearly see that like a shot is from a dirty ass window like they could <laughs> it's still
1: really good still photography great. I love that reflection shot off the water the oh it's sky, amazing it's, it's
0: awesome great shit great landscape shots but like you could just tell like something happened to where something broke or something to where they had to film it from a window yeah something right. happened great shit while they're in the air, Jerry asks James if the, natives, um, if the natives are friendly. James hopes so since he's their guide, instructing him to stick closely. Jerry is is taking pictures as the native man looks over, calling out Vinti Quattro. James mm. flicks, flicks it off his pants, and, and like <laughs> James is like, yeah, you got a 24-hour ant. You'll, you'll die in 24 hours. I was like, oh, shit. Jesus Christ. That's scary. I love this, though, because it is foreshadowing. Yes. It's fantastic. Because when he gets bit, he gets bit on the leg. That's when, true. Yeah. So it's all foreshadowing. I thought, I thought that was just really incredible. That's a big-ass ant, though. Yeah. That was a big-ass ant. It just shows
1: how terrifying the insects are, too. And it's not how small could can be so threatening.
0: Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. James flicks it off his pants leg, sharing that it's a twenty-four ant or twenty-four hour ant. Jerry asks if they, uh, um, if they bite. James rebuttals that they kill. Okay, Miguel adding that some of the, some of the frogs do as well, and to not touch any. James shows Jerry the map and where they are headed, showing up the, uh, where the sinkhole is on the map and sharing what they did, uh, what it did. They fly over it. James explaining that it's it's two thousand feet deep, very dark, needing flash equipment. They they land, bringing bringing in their equipment. James James points out an edible flower. Jerry sarcastically thanks him, uh, but will pass. I mean, yeah, good call, yeah. Wondering if plants um, is his specialty, he expresses that insects and spiders are in um, in identifying new ones. Jerry trips, sarcastically commenting about the about the world needing more bugs. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I, I feel it like in in some ways, bugs definitely help us a lot, though. True. Like if bees are like dead, wow. We're, We're gonna fucking die. <laughs> like, like, James asks uh, James asks uh, what his specialty is, he bluntly comments that football is. That's what I'm saying. Like these jokes did not fucking land for me. Like
1: It was okay. Nah. It's just, <laughs> just like, oh, these guys are out of their element. It's just like exposition.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like it's not funny. Uh, they continue <laughs> setting up to descend down the hall. Jerry is not a fan of going down t- 2,000 feet. Um, James explains that this is for the equipment and their guide will show them another way. I love how the guide's just like, all right, and you'll go that way. He like, right, just me. stops. He's like, all right, that's as far as I go. They follow the guide. He stops. James asking him, uh, what's up? Uh, and he like literally said, what's up? I was like, ¿Qué pasa? <laughs> uh, the guide answers in Spanish that he's not going. James continues. Jerry not understanding why the guide stopped he explains that this is a f- this is as far as he goes as the guide watches him uh, uh, move toward move through the water they make it at the bottom of the hole bringing the equipment down as James checks the temperature he's um, he's in awe as, as the temperature dropping 10 degrees knowing that it, it isn't much further pointing and directing the- where where they move next James is taking pictures at the James is taking pictures and ends up stepping into a web. He screams as he drops to the ground. Miguel runs over to him to check on him. Another one another one of their helpers commenting that uh, he should be careful because he's too big for them to carry out. Mm. Damn. Jerry wipes off some of some of the web, picking up his hat and shaking it shaking and shaking off the bugs from it, noticing an even larger web. He takes a picture of it, yelling for them to wait wait up as he goes back. The crew the crew get all of the equipment pod ready, surrounding a tree. This is interesting, right? Like the fucking webs and shit. Like that's a big ass web. It's a huge. Uh, web. That's a big ass web. Like when you see a web that's bigger than a human sized
1: person, like you fuck should that. not be around there.
0: Yeah, fuck that shit.
1: It's like you know, a small spider spider cannot do that. Yeah, come on,
0: for sure. Like I mean,
1: this is literally <sighs> like twenty feet, like wide and tall.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's pretty fucking gross. Um, I don't know
1: about 20 feet, but like maybe like 10 feet. It's... I'm looking at the size of the humans based on the web, and now you have to calculate It's probably a 10 by 10, you know?
0: <laughs> if I take the circumference of his Which skull... the
1: <laughs> website size should be a spider about one foot tall.
0: So I went to Hawaii... For my wedding in 2018. I have to. You don't have to. I do. You could just tell the story. I I needed to remember the name, Freddie, so I had to bring it up. All right. (laughs) So there's a spider in Hawaii, literally just called the Hawaiian garden spider. The only thing is the way that they are hanging out, they hang out in the oddest of areas and they blend in with the fucking background. So you can easily walk into one. They aren't poisonous, which is nice. And they kind of just, they I think they're also called banana spiders, Ugh. but uh, yeah, they just all kind of hang out. Our brother-in-law is petrified of spiders, and we went to this park in Hawaii. They were all above us, and I didn't notice right away until I looked up, and I was like, that is all webs. Just, this whole fucking tree is covered in webs right above us. Yeah, yeah. Gross. Good times. Jerry is setting up his camera asking James what the tool he has um, does. James asks if he if he's ever thrown a live firecracker into a pond. Continuing continue the question by asking what happened. Jerry agrees that he has when he was a child and that all sorts of things floated to the surface. James agreed. Um, agreeing, turning on his machine. It bellows out smoke as he aims it up to, toward a tree. Turning it off, they all look up in awe. He tells them to, uh, to prepare themselves as he as he puts on his hat, <laughs> man,
1: this is a kind of cool scene, but it's this also scene very is awesome, but
0: fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie, like that shit. Like, I'm like, come on, dude, you could at least warn me better. Like, like, instead of just saying like the analogy of of this whole thing, just say like bugs are gonna fall down, yeah, and potential spiders. <laughs> fucker (laughs) jerry not understanding what they are comparing what they're preparing for butterflies and other bugs rain down falling on top into the tubes james reminds him to take pictures jerry gets his camera ready as the crew uh, picks picks through the insect carnage james picking up a potential new species of butterfly wanting to call it photius manly
1: Mm.
0: i was like nice fun thanks for naming it after me and my camera (laughs) 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 photius manly um... <laughs> they all have a heavier thud in one of their tubes heading over to it James calls Miguel to look at the markings and instructing Jerry to take pictures of it Jerry wants to be sure if it's dead beforehand James agrees commenting that it's quite dead him and Miguel move away to another tube as Jerry skittishly tries taking a picture Miguel tells J- James that they have two more James thinking that um, that to be unusual for so many spiders of that size in a confined area he wants to find a live specimen <laughs> Jerry is about to take pictures with the spider jumps on his lens. All right, y'all. The reason why I just had to burst out to fucking laughter right now. <laughs> Nothing happened. We are watching the film at the exact same time as we record this, as we normally do. Freddy just had a jump scare again. <laughs> From the from the fucking spiders jumping on the lens, I'm not looking is at Freddy. audio
1: too, or sound. There effects? is
0: there is no audio, uh, obviously, be. as y'all can he- hear us talking. But I was looking at the screen, and <laughs> in my peripheral vision, I feel the whole table shake. I thought it was earthquake, Freddie. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> oh man are you okay yes all right spiders man (laughs) jerry is about to take the picture but the the spider jumps on his lens he throws it off screaming as he stumps on the spider a large spider watching from from the tree above as it hisses (laughs) the spider looked a lot larger than what it actually was like a spider looks yeah. like it's the size of the fucking tree <laughs> my hairs are standing up. <laughs> it's crazy James wondering what's going on Jerry exclaims that it's alive not alone <laughs> not knowing what the big deal is James educates him that it's potentially a new species of spiders that are isolated and unchanged for millions of years upset that he- that all he could do was squash mm. I would have to. Mikael's brings the pl- brings the one he placed in the jar over to James. He thinks it should it should be impossible for them to be alive as the a spider jumps on the glass. Jerry, on the other hand, drops down to the ground from being star- so startled. James finds th- uh, their aggression to be in- intriguing and exciting, wanting to take two alive and perceiving to others and preserving to others. Um, he puts some chemical on a cotton ball and throwing it inside of a jar. Something hisses while moving toward them. Jerry wonders how long it's going to take them to get back to camp. The others grabbing the equipment and making their way back up. A spider jumps onto the stretcher, uh, um, moving inside someone's backpack. This Fucking was, amazing. This opening scene is awesome. It's pretty cool. It's a great
1: entryway of what kind of spiders we're dealing with. They're not uh, normal. They're out of, like, character. It's, like, they're super aggressive. They right. should have been dead. They're, like, giving out, like, the checklist of, like, this is a very dangerous spider.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. And one thing that I also really enjoy with this whole scene is the fact that we see that this chemical compound doesn't kill it. Right. And we see that again later with uh Delbert, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah james is um, is amazed by the specimens that he's looking at in the microscope he's like amazing uh jerry asked him uh, asked him about it james sharing that the spiders don't have re- reproductive organs he asked jerry about how he, um, how he's doing jerry isn't feeling too good sweating him sweating and mentioning that the fe- fever is get is uh killing him great choice of words james suggests that he takes a rest he goes to do so miguel coming in to put Put the tray of dead butterflies on the table. Meanwhile, the spider that hitched a ride on uh, on a backpack begins emerging. Jerry goes inside of his tent to take some meds and rest. The spider crawls on the side of his tent, moving inside um, onto his cot. It continues crawling inside his covers as he breathes heavily. Not knowing what it is, he feels the spider crawling underneath his blanket. It bites him. He immediately starts to choke and tense up from the venomous bite. The spider booking booking it out of there, leaving him to die. Miguel comes into the room to check on him, finding him dead in his tent. He calls over James. He runs over to his tent, checking for a Pulse Miguel, wondering if he's dead. James nods, blaming it on the fever. Damn, y'all met this dude just now. Is this motherfucker already died on y'all watch,
1: dude. And they blame it on the fever while he has blood coming out of his mouth. Come
0: on. Yeah, must have been the fever.
1: Good fever. Yeah. Must have been one hell of a fever. When I get fevers,
0: blood comes out of my mouth too. It, it comes hot. out my toes. What? what? <laughs> they board up Jerry's body, instructing Miguel to make sure that they. <laughs> I love Freddy so much. You're so confused. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Did you just say that? Um, instructing Miguel to make sure that they all have his film and questions if, if they notify his family. Yes. What the fuck? Why is that even a question? Yes, notify his family. I'm surprised they're not as shocked as I was when he died. Yeah, no, like, there was the characters like characters cared. They're like, like, Oh he's dead. Fucking Miguel's oh. over smoking cigarettes over his dead body and shit. And it's just like, Okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> like this
1: happens all the time, apparently.
0: <laughs> There's like a stack of dead bodies behind them. <laughs> oh my God. That's another one. <laughs> Miguel admits to contact um, contacting uh-huh. the American consul- uh, consulate. That that's good enough for James. He instructs him to seal up the coffin. The, the spider moving inside through one of the holes in the coffin. They nail it. They nail it shut. Moving the coffin until a boat. While James falls behind. Cut to cut to a hearse driving down the road into a city of con, Kanaima. I think that's how you say it. Uh, they, drive, they drive behind the Kindle f- funeral home, pulling out the coffin from the back. Irv Kendall comes into the room eating a sandwich as his assistant tries pu- prying open the lid. See, that's, this is what I'm talking about, about the fucked up shit right here. The assistant is just named assistant. He got an x-ray on Amazon. And he was just the assistant, Irv's assistant. Oh, interesting. But Miguel didn't get shit.
1: That's fucked
0: up. That is fucked up. And Miguel had a larger part than this guy. Yeah, <laughs> this for is real. it. This is it for him. He leaves. <laughs> He's like, "I'll go wait in the car." Or hey, I'll go who clean opens up crate, some you're shit. You're
1: going to be well known.
0: Earth's assistant, but Miguel didn't get shit. He puts his sandwich down, helping him up, uh with the lid. Disgusted by the smell for a bit, noticing J- Jerry's condition, his assistant decided to move to, uh, move the hearse instead. Irv calls Dick as his cat steals his very fake-looking sandwich, apologizing for pester, um, pestering him. You know a name that just doesn't bode well? The nickname of Richard.
1: Mm. Dick. It's a weird name.
0: Why? Why? Why would
1: you want this? Why would you want to choose your name you, to be Dick? Why
0: do you want Dick out of all of them, huh? You you want dick? What was that? Why do you want dick? Why do you want it? <laughs> Capture that recording, please. Do why do you want dick? <laughs> uh, wanting to reconsider on having an open casket, he expresses that Jerry wasn't preserved well. Um, well, as the spider sneaks out from the top, What's a sneaky fucking spider. He really is. The spider sneaked around for like literally half of the movie. That's true. Very sneaky. Uh, he goes over Dick's options as Jerry's body lays in, in decay. The spider crawls on the floor. Its name's Dick, Freddy. Like, what do you want me to say? The dog comes into the room, whimpering and running back back out of the doggy door. The cat quickly behind, um, but so is the spider. The cr- a crow calls as it picks up the, the critter, it dropping dead in front of the Jennings family arriving to their new home. This is great timing here. I love this. I was I love,
1: actually really surprised to see the crow like pick it up and like fly off of it. I was like, what's going on?
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I love how it just dies in midair. Like, as fucking yeah. best as that, it, like, that stops, is. It like it hits a wall, an invisible wall. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm fine. Th- this is some funny shit, though. If you if you go back, like when it falls to the ground, the crow's like on top of the fucking spider and it's like wiggling its legs. Yeah. I thought it died, <laughs> but it just like, it's like, Get off me. <laughs> like, hey man. Like, get the fuck off. <laughs> Molly goes up to her husband Rasa, smiling as she tells him to smell the air. He sniffs, faking out a sneeze and chuckling about it. That's what I'm saying, man. Corny as fuck. She wants to chant that they uh that they did the right thing. He agrees that they did it for the ki- for their kids. She and I love this. You could just totally tell I did not want to move here at all. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to live here. This I literally did this for the kids
1: it's just uh, there's such like a movie trope Is like alright let's start in the new place nothing will go wrong it's a fresh oh, yeah, it's start a pet for cemetery. all of
0: us yeah I mean it is like legit pet cemetery yeah but hey she argues that they, did, they, that they did it for them he wishes goodbye to crime grime culture and friends their son, Tommy, is already out impromptu exploring with uh, searching for his ball. He spots the dead crow calling out to his dad about it. Ross commands him not to touch it and to go find his sister inside the house. Tommy grabs the ball, revealing the spider hiding behind it. Molly tries boosting up his morale on on him being the doctor of the town. That's right. You're the doctor of this town. It's like, yeah, well, I was a doctor in San Francisco, so. Like, why am I here? Like, <laughs> why am I here? Wondering if there uh, could be a more respected figure. He acknowledges that that uh, respect is fine, but he always wanted fear. All right. The mover grabs a box of wine. Ross telling him to be careful while he opens the box. He shares what kind of expensive wine it is. Directed, um, di- directing him on where to put it inside of his new uh wine cellar he goes over to the cellar knowing that he's going to need a, a big padlock to protect his investments his attention is turned when tommy comes running out and screaming for uh, screaming for him he asks tommy what's what's going he asked tommy what's wrong as he quickly explains that he saw a spider inside a box and it and it it was coming at him scary shit it is scary shit already all right all right this is this is super important though What's about to happen. So let me finish the yeah, scene and the then context, we'll talk about this. Yeah, yeah. He tells him to calm down and they go and uh they go inside of their house and he lets them know I like I do like those lines it's like, where in the country? Like this is just gonna happen. Uh turning turning Tommy around to show him where the spider is so that he can have Molly kill it. I love that dude. It's like Molly? It's like <laughs> our son saw a spider that you have to kill yeah. <laughs> essentially he, he calls her letting her know that uh, they're in the living room needing to kill a spider Ross and Tommy are frightened while Shelly and Molly claim that it is, it is bad luck to kill a spider while moving he's like you made that up (laughs) Ross thinking that she just made that up she smirks as she goes to inspect the spider inside the box she picks up the tiny spider considering it being more afraid of them than they are of it Shelly wants to give it a home in the barn her mother thinking that to be a good idea while Ross moves out of her way as she passes by fucking genius move here right because we have this fucking macho spider with this little dainty house spider Right. And then they make babies.
1: Don't know how it works, but that's yeah.
0: I mean, in the context of this movie, it works great. And she grows. Like true. She She grows like huge. (laughs) Like she's a fucking huge ass spider after this. You see the size of that fucking sack? My God. Uh, they all they all head into this bar. We're not talking about Dick anymore. Uh, it's just like the
1: amount of audio clips you can like, take away from this. Episode. I mean, there's a lot
0: of this movie that has a lot of very inappropriate innuendos. That's true. A lot. Without a doubt. A lot. Uh, This movie's (laughs) PG-13, so I mean, I guess that makes sense. Um, They all head into the barn, the large arachnid creeping underneath the wood planks, Tommy asking his mom how how come she's not afraid of bugs um, like their dad. Ross defends himself that he's not afraid of all bugs. While telling them to watch out for the rusty nails, they pl- they uh, place the spider on the log, letting it go. Later that night, Ross asks Molly if if she's sure that that he, she won't miss the thick of things. She claims that they are thick that they are the thick of things, commenting about the about the starts and chirping crickets, about the stars and chirping crickets. He clarifies about that was a lot of like context too with the crickets,
1: right? They always like bring it up just right. to show like. The evolution of what's about to happen.
0: Yeah, and I love the fact that they do bring it up, though, because who the fuck notices chirping crickets? Right. Like it's, it's all it's, exposition for right like, to
1: explain the story. More. It's
0: such a like a natural sound for us. Right. It's background noise. It's right. white noise. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you know, you hear chirping crickets, and it's just like you never really pay attention to it. It's just there. It's just yeah. in the background. It's a little bit of
1: the storytelling, but it right.
0: works. No, it works great. I yeah. I love the fact that they bring it up because it lets it gives us that context of like what's kind of going on there um even though we know what's going on already so we don't really need it but still um it, it's cool for us to see it like from their position of just like us as the audience like we know what's going on but well, we, this is a really like, good opportunity
1: to, to like show reddit and tell right it's like oh give us like a, a quick shot of outside and you see a cricket like jump and there's like other crickets around right cool awesome now we know that there's crickets around
0: right He clarifies uh, clarifies about work, Christmas bonuses, office um, politics, caffeine, adrenaline, and steady income. She believes that they'll be fine with uh, her severance and his potential patients. He's not sure. She asks uh, when he meets Dr. Sam Metcalf. Excuse me. Uh, he answers Thursday morning, being past the torch at 10 sharp. She smiles about, th- about to walk off to unpack. He stops her, expressing that they, ha- they can unpack later. Wanting to p- um, pop open some brandy uh, that he has in his new cellar, he lies her back on the bed. She mentions that she's exhausted, uh, using her tactic about bad luck not making love on the first night in the house. They start kissing as we move to these fucking spiders canoodling as well. We got we had a fucking spider sex scene, y'all. Like, what? Only in phobia will we get a spider sex scene. <laughs> it's
1: so weird.
0: It's so weird. And it's just like It's kinda adorable. No. Huh. It's not. It's not adorable. It's weird. Like is that is Is it adorable? Is that adorable to you? No, I the, hate the it. person who fucking hate it had so a jump much. scare of a silent spider just now. <laughs> it's it's weird, but I like I but like I've this whole it, but I like it. I, yeah. I do like the fact that this uh, is us bringing like why? the circle of life into play. Right? Yeah. So Next day at Metcalf's office, he shared. How many times you play the scene? Yeah, I was want to say. Why do you-, you keep reminding? You know, I was like, you should- you know, even the spiders are like,
1: it's bad luck. Uh, it's a new place, you know.
0: <laughs> I'm just. I picture the fucking main spider having like the deepest New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> Ayo Maria. <laughs>
1: but that spider rolls his R's, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, I, I feel like if he speaks Spanish, it'd be like kind of like Puerto Rican Spanish, like yeah. all fast. <laughs> Next day in Metcalf's office, he shares that um, that he has a terrific news that he has t- terrific news for his patients, but his wife is not as thrilled. Ross asks uh, what he uh, what he means. Metcalf has decided to postpone retirement, not knowing for how long, not uh, not wanting to end up like his dead friends after they gave up on their professions. Fucking genius, right here, right. Because if Metcalf probably would have given up on his profession, he probably wouldn't have died. If he would have actually given up. Because, like, the reason why he died, like, it it had to do with the spider, right? Right. So, I mean, and the spider came from him working, technically. I mean... I thought it was in his house. It was in his house. But, like, it was the fact that, like, he had such this competition, right, that he was, he was trying to pretty much, I guess, out Ross. <laughs> I like it. Didn't mean that. But uh, <laughs> Ross is taken back uh, by reminding him that uh, he assured him. Metcalf cuts him off, reiterating that he's not ready to retire, arguing that if his wife can't rush him to it, neither can he. Oh, yeah? <laughs> your, your wife won't kill you. Uh, Ross leaves out of the office to help... Um, Excuse me. Ross leaves out of the office to him receiving a parking citation. He goes up to the sheriff Lloyd Parsons. Lloyd explains that he forgot to feed his meter. Ross uh, argues that he was just leaving, but Lloyd figures that um, it's to be too late. Nobody just drove off. He expresses that he <laughs> has medical pl- medical plates. Lloyd checks his plates, realizing that he's the new doctor. They introduce themselves to each other as Lloyd mentions that he uh, he went to Yale, ripping off the ticket to hand it to him, mocking his education. An older woman named Margaret takes the ticket and rips it up, cu- um, critiquing Lloyd for handing his handing this new doctor a ticket. She throws the ripped ticket in the air. He angrily uh, questions what she is doing writing her a ticket for littering, She starts walking away, (laughs) commenting that he's been a bully since the fifth grade, wanting Ross to walk her to her car. As they walk to her car, he wonders um, how she knew who he was. She shares that that they are neighbors. He explains that Metcalf uh, gave up retirement, explaining that that they moved from from San Francisco with the understanding of having all his patients. But now he has none. She tells him that he's wrong. He has one. And she gets into his car. Sweet moment. She's so sweet, super sweet. Hope nothing happens to her. <laughs> it's always the sweet ones <laughs> that go first, Freddie. Got some Molly telling him uh, to to look at uh, at this light, comparing it to uh, to the city, and not getting uh, light like that. Uh, interesting, super interesting. Yeah, you could definitely tell, and from that statement, they probably lived in the Sunset District. <laughs> <laughs> Our knowledge of the city, oh, San Francisco, Sunset for sure. I are mean, probably right. I mean, come on. It's it, the most ironic thing about San Francisco. Everyone who is not from San Francisco listening to this is the fact that we have an area called the Sunset District. The Sunset District is always the cloudiest area in San Francisco. It never is sunny. Yep. It just we call the sunset because it's where the ocean is and the sun sets over the ocean. But in the sunset and never came back. It, it never does. It never does. It's always fucking cold as shit. It's always windy. It's it's damn near raining. Yeah, overcast always. Yeah. In the area that we have our studio in, it's always sunny. <laughs> anyway, he walks into his into his room. She theorizes that they give that that they give her a show in town. Her wondering if they do if they do that in small towns. Ross ignores her theories, mentioning that um, he has good and bad news. One start with the good. She nods. He shares that he's seeing his first patient this afternoon that lives right up the road. Molly asks about the bad news. He clarifies that she's his only patient. Sitting down, sharing that Metcalf changed his mind on retirement. Continuing that he panicked, assuming that he would lose his his zest for life and die within forty eight hours. Molly complains that they looked indifferent. Indif- 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 14 different towns bought a house rented an office wondering what they're going to do he jokes that they can kill him yeah she can she mm-hmm. remembers um her fax machine thinking that she can work part-time going over the, what she uh can possibly do he stops he stops telling her he stops her telling her that they are going to be fine she questions about them being okay with only one patient he considers uh he considers that he may get lucky and all her systems will be ravaged with disease. That's a fucked up way of looking at this. That's true. But, like, this is America. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Morbid. Like, bro, like, what the fuck? What a fucked up ass way to look at that. Yeah. Damn.
1: He was joking. I hope.
0: Nah. You saw how upset he was when he was found out that she was actually, like, super healthy? That's true. Like, he genuinely wanted her to be like, I Dying. hope you got cancer. <laughs> like... <laughs> Ross is checking on Margaret and irritatedly commenting that she's fit as a fiddle. She apologizes. He tries playing it off um, that he didn't wish illness on her. She continues asking about her blood pressure. She's like, check my blood pressure. It's probably re- really bad. He shares that she doesn't have anything that requires treatment. She pulls out some pills from her purse, wondering if she needs them. He answers that she doesn't, educating that, she ha- that there's a difference in the two types of hypertension. He's about to share his opinion, but she cuts him off, saying that, quote, Metcalf doesn't know the difference between his ass and a hole in the ground, end quote. He chuckles, walking her out as... As she continues sharing that uh, the townsfolk are comfort are comfortable with him, explaining that they weren't always the folk the folks being standoffish when he got there after the war, mm-hmm. Ross wonders how he how he overcame that. She laughs that he threw a party, inviting the whole damn town. I mean, that's kind of smart. It's super smart. Like, I mean, if you need to meet the doctor of this town, why not throw a party and meet the doctor of the town? Exactly pretty smart she has an idea to throw him a party next month um when the afternoon is cooler molly goes into the barn with her with her camera on her shoulder she looks around the old barn house surprised by a large web above snapping a photo of it before heading up the ladder to take another picture of the web
1: again if you see the spider web and how big it is how are you not like oh i should worry about this no small spider can do that I'd be
0: impressed. I mean, unless it's old, though, right? Not that big. I mean, what if it had a lot of time? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, spiders could do some amazing shit.
1: Yeah, and they can make some really cool looking webs, and I admire their hard hard work and stuff like that. Not that. (laughs) I'm like, looking at this right now, it's like, that's a. It's like. That's a Goliath spider. Yeah,
0: like.
1: (laughs) I don't understand. That's the one thing I was like. All right, the only thing I can talk about about this movie is some of the characters' decisions. So I'm just like, I hope the fire gets you at this point. Like, was <laughs> oh, there, There's there's a lot of screaming at the screen for me for this movie. <laughs> That's fair. I was like, why didn't you get out? What- <laughs> that is fair. That is <laughs> that, a lot of valid points. Uh, I mean, <sighs> I'm so happy I never saw this movie in the theater because I'd just be so loud. <laughs>
0: Damn this movie would have been awesome in theaters though Like the maybe. crowd crowd probably would have been amazing
1: It would have,
0: Yeah maybe I don't know I would have loved it I think so I would have loved to see, see this in theaters I would have
1: hated it and loved it at the same time
0: Damn dude 25th anniversary is coming up Like we should like Run a theater and put Yes <sighs> I'm dead serious Like we should run a theater and fucking play Arachnophobia Okay I'm fucking down Alamo Drafthouse Yes I mean we know them True They're friends of ours are they yes we can make this happen <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay they're yeah. friends of the show I like it Picasso <laughs> <laughs> Molly goes into the barn with her camera on her shoulder she looks around the old barn house um, surprised by the large web above snapping a photo of it before heading up the ladder to take another picture of the web she scales back down the uh, whole top portion covered in the webbing Ross is back home eating dinner with his family Molly asking about his patient Margaret she shares that she, he shares that she's healthy she wonders what the uh, what the, what they're going to do now? He jokes that they uh, can enjoy the fact that they don't live in San Francisco anymore. They no longer need to refer to to what they're eating as pasta. And then what is it? Yeah, like I it looks like is it because spaghetti because like in San Francisco. Yeah. This is a, this was a fun gag right here, though. Tommy is cleaning up the plates, about to take um, oh, yeah. his filled wine glass. Ross stops him, commenting that he's not done. He's like, Daddy's not done. <laughs> he shares Margaret's offer, um, offer to throw him a party as Shelly comes up about uh, to take his plate and wine as well. He continues, irritatedly expressing that he's not done. <laughs> a kid named Bunny knocks on the window. Um, Shelly asking. Asked them if they could go play with her, Molly allows them to, instructing them to come back t- before dark. Ross is confused. Um, she shares who Bunny Beechwood is, uh, um, and that she popped up this this morning, claiming that she seemed nice. He mocks that they are going to uh, chase fireflies. Instead, Bunny runs out asking if they would like to blow up a bullfrog. <laughs> a little psychopath. That was awesome. She's hella funny. She's like, you want to go blow up some bullfrogs? Yeah. They're <laughs> <like,
1: "Yeah!" laughs>
0: so excited. Dude, we were fucked up as kids, man. I, I never did that one. I mean, a lot of kids do some fucked up shit. I never blew up any frogs either. But uh, What are you, Sid? What was it? Are you Sid from Toy Story? I mean, Jesus. I did fuck around with some toys. I like, used to put Hot Wheels inside a VCR
1: just because I thought it was a little garage for them. <laughs> Your parents used to probably be fucking pissed. They're like, you keep breaking hard electronics.
0: (laughs) Go park in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Molly shares that she uh, got some some great shots in the barn. Um, The... Uh, and that her camera picks up the detailing of the web um, better than her eyes. Uh, Ross questions this. She considers that uh, that their little spider made a huge home, thinking that he, he would appreciate it. He is about to remind her about his fear of spiders, but she's already aware, knowing what happened. Why would she do this to him? I agree. Why are you gonna do this to him? This poor guy. She thinks it would be good, a good idea for him to come with her to look at the web. He questions as her. He questions her as she explains on how extraordinary and beautiful it is. She considers it to be therapy mm. since they live in the country. It being time to work through his irrational fear. It's not uh, irrational. Definitely not irrational. i so and therapy though, is actually therapy.
1: Not scaring yourself to. Like, <sighs>
0: Like, that was a very inconsiderate thing for her to say, but yeah, yeah, not irrational, but I do like the fact that he's the one with the fear. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, it's not, it's not playing on a trope that like, she's the one with the fear. It kind of flips it. Um, but yeah. It
1: gives us, uh, of, of course the exposition of him growing as a character as well for the finale, which is good. There's a lot of strong writing in this movie, which I really appreciate.
0: Yeah. I don't know who wrote it though. Um, it might have been Frank Marshall, but I'm not too sure. Um, he considers it ra- he considers it rational. Um, he she claims to, to understand, quoting his incident. He remembers it like it, it happened yesterday. She argues that nobody remembers anything from when they were two. He believes that it uh, to be his first memory. They go they go for a walk. He shares the story of the incident envisioning visiting the crib. Still uh, still feeling the sensation of waking up and and then there it was. She mocks it. She she mocks that it was probably a daddy long legs um i did read a theory about this that uh and i hope it's not true but some folks have been theorizing that like it possibly is a cover up for like molestation or something and like his brain switched switched that memory of trauma to it being a spider crawling on his leg instead of being touched but
1: Jesus yeah
0: yeah I hope it's not true but they're using the context of daddy long legs as oh. the thing and I'm like that's fucking disgusting like and I said this movie like, I really hope you're deep. not yeah that's what I'm to saying like honest, I really hope it's not that deep I don't think it is yeah it's Steven Spielberg he's a very yeah, on the surface kind of director
1: slash producer right right <laughs> um and but- knowing Frank Marshall I mean he's done movies like what The Curse Case of Benjamin Button signs Indiana Jones as a producer. He produced a lot of movies that have nothing really talking about that social commentary.
0: Right. Yeah. So I hope it's not true. I just think it's folks fan fan fiction. Mm -hmm. Um, But for him, it seemed huge. He emotionally claims that it came up to him relentlessly, Crawling through the bars of his crib, she adds that he was just wearing a diaper. Um, as he can, as he completes that it was, ju- and he was just froze. He was just frozen. She tries lighting up, lighting it up. Uh, that he has, that he was most likely half asleep, but he knows that he was paralyzed because it still happens. Wanting her to understand how he feels. Knowing that he was physically unable to stop it from crawling on his, onto his skin, still being able to feel, feel it going up to his, up his face, they make it into the they make it to the barn. She opens the door, and he asks if she can um, blame him for being a spider phobe. He's in awe as he looks up at the web above. She corrects him on the proper terminology as a arachnophobe. Um, she leads she leads him in, inside the barn, taking him over toward the ladder. I would be like, yeah, no, this is far enough. I can see right. it just fine. Like, I don't need to be that close, right? Like, do I need to climb this ladder for what? For what reason? For what? So a fucking spider might crawl on me. Yelling
1: at the screen, that's that's why they had this scene in there, huh? <laughs>
0: she finds it to Jeff be Daniels. impressive as he works up the nerves to climb the ladder. He gets up. He gets up on one step, looking back at her, questioning the therapy. She agrees. He continues up the ladder, looking over the webs. He uh, he asks her. If she's seen it up there, about to go any another step, but it breaks. Trying to catch himself on the floorboard, um, but it flips up. A dead mouse wrapped around a web hits him in the face. Oh my god! Molly tries calming him down as they both get a better look at the trap and dead creature. Uh, they both run out. Molly running, laughing as Ross at Ross' reaction. The camera left on a pulsing sack of spider eggs. Uh.
1: I don't understand where it's like, okay, you see that, and you're okay with it. I do like the filming that they did when he was climbing up the stairs. You can really show the fear in his eyes and the grip that he really has on that uh, ladder, one step closer, higher and higher. So it does create a great sense of suspension, uh, suspense, and they do a really good job with it. But- I agree. And then it has that great payoff of, like, the jump scare of, like, the mouse, like, smacking him in the face and stuff like that. Fantastic payoff. But then it's like, oh, that's hella funny. Let's walk away now and, like, laugh about it. It's like, no, you just saw a big creature dead in a web, and that's okay. Me <laughs> like, screaming at the screen. That doesn't happen.
0: I was like, off the... what
1: do you think? It just died on its own and then it fell in the web? That was a
0: big-ass fucking
1: rat, too. Yeah. Like, that thing was huge. Like, this, this boy would be, like, cooking in the kitchen. He read me from
0: Ratatouille. Like, come on. <laughs> They're outside laughing at the situation while the eggs begin to uh, begin to hatch. Cut to Margaret's party. Um, Metcalf's wife Evelyn asking Ross how he is finding life there. He claims that they are slowly adjusting. Metcalf chimes in that he's been checking on him, calling over Henry, expressing that he's ready to retire. Ross isn't. Uh, Ross is. Oh, Ross is his man. Henry extends a hand, introducing himself. Metcalf. Metcalf claims that he brings back... Oh, excuse me. Metcalf claims that this brings back memories as he shares how to, how the town threw him a party, his wife denying that, reminding him that he threw himself a party as they walk off. Molly calls him a jerk as they accept food for, uh, from the waiters. Meanwhile, the invested the invested... Bo- excuse me, the infested barn starts coming to life as the spiders leave outside the barn. Back at the party, Ross meets the, uh, the Mayor Bob. He undo- he undoes his collar, asking him if he if he should be something removed. Wait, I don't know why I read it that way. He undoes his collar, asking him if he should get something removed. And Bunny is over there th- uh, throwing the fucking Jenny kids around. She like legit like flip this kid right. over her shoulder like nothing and like the way the she looks back, back like look how she looks back you could tell she was like oh shit i don't think i was supposed to do that like like i think i heard him like you like she i think she legit did that like that was real she flipped this fucking kid like the way she looks back, she's <laughs> totally looking at the like pops
1: up in the air too it's so funny he yeah. like Straight,
0: oh, for sure. Like, he was just like, Yo, this little kid, this girl dropped me just now. I mean, she does look like she could drop some kids, though. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Fucking amazing. The form is incredible. Fucking amazing. I love it. I love it. She bench presses. (laughs) (laughs) Molly, um, asks Henry's other daughter, Becky, what she's going to major in college. She bluntly answers, Jim. Hmm. Like, this family obviously they have a problem. (laughs) <laughs> they have a problem they have a fucking problem and their problem is they're fucking controlling ass dad right Ooh, yeah I mean let's be real here Henry is controlling as fuck yes yeah, like true. to the point where he forces Becky who looks like she definitely does not want to study gym is that even like what is that sports medicine I don't even know what that is yeah like you just you can't just study gym the 90s right? I
1: don't know <laughs> <That> <laughs> I'm studying to be a gym study. teacher <laughs> Henry studying gym.
0: <laughs> I would have. I, I would have been so intrigued. I'm like, what does that entail? What do you do in gym as a gym major? <laughs> Very curious. Very curious. Henry cl- um, claiming that uh there it's in their genes while Becky's brother Bobby comes back to sit at the table. He shares that Bobby is a Broncos star quarterback. He continues that he coached the he coaches the team. Molly jokes at the question of neo uh, uh neopositism, um but they t- I love this part. But they don't know what that means so his wife Edna claims that they're Baptist. Huh. Fucking amazing. <laughs> The not, comedy is I, here. I uh mess up that word. It's uh, nepotism, excuse me. Uh yeah. This was great. The fact that they yeah. didn't know what nepotism was, phenomenal. His wife coming in, we're Baptists. It's like that's not what I alright. Not what I meant. Like, I meant that you literally just force your family to do the same shit that you do. <laughs> Um, Irv tells some meaningless joke that Molly and Ross don't care about much. Um, while they continue their conversation, Dick and Henrietta Manley um, are having an argument about her not having any more to drink. This was heartbreaking as fucking shit. Yeah. Like the fact that she's drinking because she lost her son a month ago. It's pretty sad. This is Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Irv whispers um, who they are, uh, who they are, and that their son died recently. Molly asks, "How, how did he die?" He isn't quite sure. Sharing that he was uh, a scientist, his wife Blair corrects him that he was a photographer. As he uh, continues, um, that he was on an expedition in Venezuela, Henrietta cries that nobody allowed her to see him and or tell her how he died. It's fucked up. Dick escorts her out. Um, out of the party while a spider climbs up on the table. Margaret ta- um, takes her cup, putting it on top of the spider as he- as it still tries to crawl from underneath the cup. <laughs> Dude, this spider's strong. <laughs> really strong. Irv uh, shares that he had to recommend a-, a closed coffin because his body looked all chewed up and drained. Ross excusing him and Molly. They're walking um, with Margaret as-, as she believes they made enough enough friends today to break metcalf's death grip he thanks her calling the party wonderful she returns his thanks for uh for freeing her from those pills feeling like she could um com- complete compete in a th- triathlon he he agrees based on her checkup everyone leaves the party she heads back inside a spider enters her home as her as her cat cleans itself on the couch um, the spider sits on the armrest and watches. Margaret comes into the room, petting the cat before cleaning up the rest of her pl- her plates before bed. She grabs the cat before the spider can get to it. She places her cat outside, expressing to um, see him in the morning. Back inside, she sits on the couch, drinking her glass of milk after she misses the passing of her sp- of the spider. Dude, so many like almost gotcha uh, moments. Oh no, I
1: hate it. <laughs> Yeah, your anxiety must have been like through the roof. Yeah, it already is, and it's even more so.
0: Dude. <laughs> she picks up the picture of her husband commenting that he would have had so much punch um and been the life of the party. Punch? Yeah. That special punch. Is that still a thing? Do people still like have like bowls of punch up? At, at parties? parties.
1: I don't trust people.
0: I mean, Nothing open, please. You have please. closed drinks,
1: yeah. Closed exactly. drinks,
0: everything. I'm very much a big fan of BYOB, yes. as well. we Will be bringing my own shit. Thank you, no thank you. <laughs> she kisses the picture as uh, she places it down. The spider hiding out of the light shade. Um, she goes to turn the light off as the spider f- as, as the spider, excuse me. She goes to turn the light off as this fucking spider drops down, Spider-Man style, biting her hand. Dude! Yeah. Like the way it drops down was so like Right.
1: (laughs) I hate how like clean these kills are too. It's literally in the most unexpected places. I'm just like, these are like real spiders. These spiders do this. I get my shoe, I see a spider in it. Why? Why are you in there? I don't know. Because you want to kill me. Where's Where's your your spider? Where do you keep your shoes? In the shoe rack? In the Uh, living room?
0: Is it like outside oh, is it kinda by the door? Yeah. It's your first mistake. Stop. Keep that shit in your,
1: your room. We take our shoes off in our house.
0: Yeah, that doesn't mean you can't pick your shoes up and put it in your room. <laughs> <laughs> From
1: now on, probably after
0: seeing this movie, first mistake. Buddy. You know what? He had his shoes in his room too.
1: Nowhere safe.
0: Another thing you should always check: liners on your door. Always have liners on your door. It's to keep bugs out. Stop. Just saying, man. Just, just, just saying.
1: I come back to the next recording. It's like, hey, I fixed up my entire house. It's spider-free. No <laughs> spiders coming in
0: there. Huh? Peppermint oil. It's a great propellant. <sighs> Peppermint oil. They they like come across and they're like, oh, I'm gonna turn around. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they're like, no, not today. <laughs> Satan lives in there. Hate people. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> nope. got to Ross um setting up his wine cellar, shooting his nail gun um onto a piece of wood. Uh, but the nail isn't doesn't penetrate deep enough. He tries to nail on on another wood beam, it shooting up in the floorboard where his son is playing with his toy car and Molly's on the phone, not doing shit about it. She like she even looks down.
1: She's like, Yeah. Like she's just
0: like, Huh. Oh, that was weird. There's many moments
1: where I'm just like, Why what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah.
0: How awesome would it have been if she would have stepped on it? <laughs> She deserved it he uh oh damn <laughs> he pulls down the piece of rotten wood um he shoots another nail uh through the wood it almost hitting Molly's foot she calls out to him hanging up the phone he runs into the into the room realizing that he could have hurt them explaining that it, it, it's all rotten down there thinking that they may have termites she argues that that she will call an exterminator sharing that she's been that she's been trying to reach margaret and to th- to uh thank her for but her, line's, but her line's busy. I love this. I love how nostalgic this also feels as well. Like the line being busy when you try to call right. someone on a landline and all they do is just like have it off the hook.
1: It's really funny because Why is this is alone is always... Like, uh, telling even more stories, more exposition of what we're going to see later on. It's like, cool, the floorboards are very light. They're not very sturdy. They can break. It's like, he even says a line: It's like, oh, I'm surprised we haven't broken through the floor.
0: Right. Haha, ha, foreshadow. A lot uh, of foreshadowing. In uh, this yeah, yeah.
1: And of course, it's like dealing with like what's about to happen. Holy shit, first, that
0: cat is cute. <laughs> first her, part. Her yeah. cat is so cute. It's so fluffy. It's
1: like, I want to go in with my family.
0: Yeah. <laughs> No you don't cat. You'll die. Uh, he, he assumes that she's probably on a lengthy phone call. Already knowing that Molly wants him to check on her, he agrees to check on her. <laughs> Ross heads over to her place, picking up the newspaper, her cat Felix um, meowing to come back inside the house. He picks up the cat, knocking on the door and calling for her. Looking through the window, Margaret's dead on the floor. Cut to, quick cut to the sheriff asking Metcalf what he thinks. He believes that she, it was a heart attack, commenting that he was, um, it was bound to it, ha- it was bound to happen. Damn. What's up with everybody in this town wishing death on each other? For real.
1: Jesus. This doctor didn't know what he was doing. Nah.
0: He looks sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) He looks sleepy. He looks looks like, he looks like bruh. Like you needed to retire. Like (laughs) he's the real doctor. Sleep. Come on now. Commenting that um, she had a history of high blood pressure. About to mention the uh, the pills that he put her on. Ross interrupts that he took her off of those. Metcalf asking uh, what his right was to do that. He explains that um, that she came to him as a patient. Metcalf rudely questioning that he didn't notice um, that she that she was hypertensive. Ross tries shutting this shit down immediately. That her dia her her diastolic reading was normal. Her systolic elevation was below one forty. A- about to agree that he could have stayed current, but Metcalf cuts him off, calling the matter serious. Like I'm not taking this serious, right? I fucking called the cops. Where were you, Metcalf? That's what I fucking thought. Uh they bring the <laughs> they bring out Margaret on the stretcher, Metcalf damn near blaming Ross for her death. He doubts yeah. that, knowing that she will uh she was in fine shape requesting an autopsy. Metcalf shouts never. Never
1: I like he's the man who like, hey, you should come over here, and take over for me. It's like, why are you here? You're doing the bad job. It's like you brought me here, dude. You're like, what are you talking about?
0: Like, this is your fault. You think I want <laughs> yeah. to fucking come here? Like, no, I won't fucking come here. You're my you're my fourteenth city. <laughs> Definitely on well the low bar on my list here. Ross argues that she uh she was his patient. Metcalf argues back that she was his for 40 years. It's like, okay, and she's my patient now. Therefore I I'm requesting an autopsy. Fuck off. Knowing that she wouldn't um she wouldn't be uh, she wouldn't be butchered and nobody in the town wanting wanting that for her. Okay. How do you know? Right. How do you know? Lloyd checks the paperwork, con- uh, considering himself to be satisfied. If Metcalf is, he signs the form, commenting that about Ross com- coming from a big city um, where nobody cares about each other. Okay, sharing uh, sharing some unwanted advice uh, to fit with fit in with the community, needing to learn how to to be sensitive to people's feelings. Ross shouts a sarcastic apology about him being more interested in medicine than PR. Nice little clap back. Dig that clap back. <laughs> <clears throat> Explaining that cardiac victims don't usually bite their tongues off. Oh, maybe that's why he was bleeding. Oh. From the mouth he bit his tongue. That's true. Huh. That's crazy. That's sad. He. Uh, it's seeming it seems like she went into convulsions, not wanting to close the case until she until he knows why. Metcalf gets into his car, believing that Ross may be uh, guilty uh, in medical malpractice, intending to um, per, int- intending to persuade the matter. <sighs> you know, like this was the moment right here when we get to uh, like all of these scenes where I'm just like, there's not a single fucking ounce of diversity in this goddamn town. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Like this funeral? Oh my Not gosh. One person. There's one black one? black lady hanging out in the back wearing white <laughs> who looks white. Like <laughs> who looks white. She looks white. But What's come the found? fuck on. What is going on here? Let's see. Cut to Margaret's funeral. Uh Ross and Molly walk into their car, stopped by Henry who's like, "Hey yo." <laughs> you hear this message from our sponsors? Just kidding. We're back. Henry is <laughs> hearing um, that she was his only patient. He asks him to come to the gym tomorrow around three, willing to throw some business this way. Ross thanks him. He pats him on the back before heading back toward uh, toward his car. How does he get paid? Like from the school, like when he had to do this. Yeah,
1: like, I don't even know how that was. Like, oh, I got you some patience. Well, well, it's
0: like, what do you mean? Like, are you paying them out of pocket? I mean, I doubt it. <laughs> he claims um, that being nice of, of Henry, joking that she, he could have he could have said it a little louder before getting into his car. Molly walks downstairs uh, to Ross on the couch drinking wine he comments that Margaret was too young to di- to uh, diet at, th- at 68 iterating data iterating data of her life expectancy, expectancy supposing to last an extra 10 years she tries cheering him up um, that he's a fine doctor knowing that he he was do- knowing what he was doing when he took her off those pills he sarcastically agrees adding that he he also knows or he also knew that he- he also knew what he was doing when he chose to, uh, chose that town uh, with the country doctor from hell. Fair enough. Continuing, mm. uh, continuing to talk about the rotting house, uh, Molly smiles that she's going to take care of it in the morning. He comments that Margaret is still going to be dead in the morning, still wanting to know what happened or what killed her. Excuse me. Next day, Delbert the Exterminator fucking pulls up to the house. Hell yeah. Let's go. The most the super let's go moment. Fucking awesome. Look at that picture. Bugs yeah, be gone. Yeah, bugs be gone. Amazing. License exterminator.
1: Quite the logo.
0: Fuck yeah. It's like Ghostbusters. So cool. But better. But better. Cuz bugs be gone. Who's going to who are you going to call? BBG. Bugs be gone. Delbert, help me out. McClintock. Uh Molly Molly walks him through the house explaining that their termite infestation. She claims that he, um, she claims what her husband thought. He asks or excuse me, she claims that's what her husband thought. He asks if uh, if he's an expert in this matter. She answers that he isn't. Gilbert, assuming not. He's like, yeah, I didn't assume so. I fucking love him in this role. He's so great. Um, still glad that she called him because there's no room for amateurs. They go down into the cellar. She points out the area uh, where the wood has rotted, turning on the light uh, for him as he puts on his headphones strapped to a microphone. He puts the microphone up to the wood. She asks him, uh, she asks him what, it, what it is, but he, he's not entirely sure. Wondering if anyone would uh, object if, it, if he tore the uh, floor out, she bluntly says, I would. <laughs> I fucking love that. She's like, I would. Like, what the He's fuck? like, dude? Well, False alarm. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? What are you saying? I love dude? how he, like, changes his mind, too. He's like, there's no turbine, sir. Yep. If you won't there's let me pull the floorboard up, there's nothing here. I can't see anything. Fair point. Fair point. <clears throat> uh, she doesn't understand what called, uh, Excuse me. Uh he moves on to another area, shushing her, claiming that he didn't find a thing. She doesn't understand what's causing her her uh wood to rot. His analysis, bad wood. Molly asks what to do. Quote, take all bad wood, put in good wood. End quote. That makes sense. I mean it makes so much sense. <laughs> delbert picks up uh, one of the bottles of the wine as she as she shares ross's thought um it would be a good idea for a wine cellar he shares that uh he's a beer collector himself going into uh, detail about one of the misprint beer cans and that ross may want to take a look at it sometimes she's like yeah fucking doubtful like <laughs> pretty sure my husband does not want to hang out with right. you um Ross is at the gym with Henry. Talk, uh, taking off his shoes when uh, when Henry tells him to when Henry tells him that they don't have hard shoot hard shoes on the court. So I guess like business shoes, nothing like right, that. Scuff it. Up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry understands that. Um, that Henry understands that. Uh, Gosh, I don't know what the fuck I was trying to write there, so whatever. Uh, Ross shows appreciation for whatever Henry told him. Henry continues that he wants him uh, to enjoy uh, Kanaima, claiming that all you hear are crickets since they had a bunch of them. Ross mentions that he hasn't heard any crickets in a while. Henry agreeing that he hasn't either. So important. I know. I love the cricket talk. (laughs) Me too. It's crazy how actually important this is, though. Right. Because like we we know that these spiders have this particular food chain and crickets are on them. Yeah. Right? So so important. This is great shit. But like obviously, once again, us as the audience member, we already know what's going on because we're seeing every aspect of it. So hey. They walk through the locker room as Henry announces the doctor is there uh, for them to drop their underwear and cough. I thought he was joking at first. Me too. Then they showed a way too long of a scene of him doing it. (laughs) He's going around touching all their Richards. Um, He walks down the line grabbing their junk and allowing them to fake cough.
1: I don't know why they reminded me of 101 Dominations when he's like naming off like the dogs. I don't know why.
0: I can see that. It's like,
1: it's a boy. It's a girl.
0: Another boy. Yeah, so it's weird. Dude, by the time I would have i to like, 15, I would have been here? so tired. Like, what? A hundred dogs? <laughs> like, genuinely think about that. A hundred dogs? Dude, have like five dogs It's a lot.
1: <laughs> like, if you see a dog walker <laughs> with five dogs, you're like, damn, you're good at what you do. Dude. Now times that But by I 20. feel bad
0: for the fucking mama dog.
1: Well, I think Tangent, in the movie, it's I only mean. like 13 or something like that, right? And then they steal other dogs. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't,
0: know. I don't fucking remember. 101 Dalmatians. Tweet us. If yeah, <laughs> you if that. you remember 101 Dalmatians, go ahead and do that. <laughs>
1: and, and hashtag arachnophobia. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hashtag nightlight. <laughs> Coolest nights. Um... The team moves to a football practice. Ross sitting down in the in the bleachers as as a spider crawls underneath the stands. It propels down from its web and continues moving in, until it drops down into the, um inside of his helmet. Henry calls calls one of the players of the field and uh, puts another one in. Todd Miller. Miller grabs his helmet with the spider inside. They begin to play, the ball coming straight toward him. He winces in pain as he gets tackled to the ground. The boys all emerge except Miller, lying on the ground, lifeless. Henry, um, Henry calls out to him. One of the players um, calls calls him over. Ross running onto the field to check on him. At least he was there. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, he wasn't much help, but at least he was there. <laughs> they take his helmet off not noticing the spider coming out of the um the hole in the helmet Ross tries CPR but it's not enough one thing I didn't mention that fucking player stepping on it as well or that so I guess it kills that spider maybe I mean he's wearing cleats yeah so maybe um Cut to cut to the Miller's funeral. Metcalf is talking shit about him, not knowing. Explaining the, uh, that Ross examined him last. Last, he walks past Metcalf, overhearing him. They make it back to they make it back home to where their kids are on the porch, looking down. Uh, Ross asks, "What's wrong?" Shelly shares that Bunny said that everyone's calling him Doctor Death. I'm like, nah. Really? No like, That's way. cool as fuck. Like, <laughs> make some sweaters. Hell yeah, Tommy adding. He, well, that would have been funny if he went to his kid. And be like, it was two people. <laughs> All right, come on, give me five more. Tommy adding uh, that they are saying uh, that they are saying that he need he wants to cut people up. Ross gets gets on their level, explaining that it is called an autopsy and that it is very unpleasant, but. That being the only way to find out what happened to a person. And there are some doctors that should know better, but won't accept that. I feel like if I was a person to DoorDash or some shit. <laughs> like, because what made me think of this right now is the fact that the whole autopsy thing and like deliveries and all this whole other stuff, like with the hearse and shit, like, I wouldn't I don't know where I'm going with this, but like it, it had something specifically to do with, with the whole Hearst aspect. But like it's just whatever, fucking skip it. Meanwhile, Metcalf is, I don't know where I was going with this, but uh, meanwhile, Metcalf is walking, is working um, out as he repeats what Ross said, but switching that um, they won't accept that their uh, big city methods won't sit well in, in their small town. Fuck it, it's latest shit. Fuck, it, tired. All right, worked. worked hard this morning. Like Doordash, <laughs> what
1: are you talking about? Yeah. Hey, when they delivered my dead body to my morgue, well, like it,
0: I don't remember what I was going with this for. The fucking dash
1: is close by.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the fucking uh, morgue popped into my head, and then the fucking hearse popped into my head, and I was like, I was like Doordash, but I ordered Doordash tonight. But anyway, Evelyn admits that uh, Margaret and Miller d- uh, did seem healthy. Um. But you know what? I think what I was going to say instead of DoorDash, I said DoorDash on accident because I was also thinking about how to order DoorDash. But I think I was going to say like something that had to do with him getting hit. But I can't remember. Anyway, hmm. um, Evelyn admits the DoorDash thing threw me off too. I was like, wait. DoorDash, then I started thinking about the whole
1: whatever. And For
0: those people outside the U.S.,
1: I don't know if DoorDash is out there. It's like a food delivery service.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good good Just know. in case. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, DoorDash it uh, sponsor us. Evelyn admits that <laughs> we're Margaret, hungry. <laughs> we obviously talk about you out of nowhere. <laughs> 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 Hashtag rapophobia. Hashtag coolish nice. Hashtag rapophobia. <laughs> um, <laughs> he knows, or Evelyn admits that Margaret and Margaret and Miller did seem healthy. He. He knows, that, he knows that he would be kicked out of the town if he performed an autopsy on every patient that had a heart attack. The spider crawls up his treadmill as Evelyn asks if he's jealous of Ross. It falls off his treadmill as it um, moves too fast. It moves to, um, to his slippers as he gets on his treadmill or as he gets off his air treadmill, what, wanting to take a shower. Evelyn comments that she would she would like to take walks around the neighborhood. He comments that um, that not being the same because he knows how far he's he's gone and how long it took. He takes his shoes off about the um, head to the shower, but Evelyn stops him because uh, because the floor is cold. He agrees G- um, co- going back to uh, put his slippers on and he's immediately bit. He yelps, kicking off his shoe, commenting that something bit him. Evelyn spotting the spider crawling underneath the dresser, she chuckles at um, as she reveals it uh, reveals what it was. Metcalf shouts that it felt like a cougar as um, as he falls over, saying that he's having a seizure. He's like, I'm having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, like how? Yeah, he is able to survive a lot longer than anyone else for like yeah, a everyone good else, hot minute.
0: I mean, maybe he was younger than we thought, <laughs> more spry than we expected. Doctor's like, I know how to combat this in my body. For <laughs> like, I'm having a seizure. I need to roll over. <laughs> um, she frantically asked him, asked him uh, what she should do. He in- instructs her. I'm surprised he was even like strong enough to do that though. Like, right. to ins- well, he, he even says him. like
1: later on. He's like, oh, did he die when you he were here? It's like, no, he died like maybe five minutes before I got there. It's like he probably does not live five minutes away. So he was like alive for a while,
0: right? I mean, we see Very later. We see later. Maybe it's how, a smaller
1: spider. I don't know how it works, but
0: well, we saw that they were born, right? right. Like they're in their soldier spiders or some shit, right? right. So um, them being soldier spiders or whatever troops, I think they called them. Um, maybe it does take a not as potent, right? Maybe it takes a little bit. Well, uh, like with the football less. player, he
1: dies almost immediately, or he dies immediately.
0: I mean, maybe it's a point of inj- in- injection, right? Or like yeah. where they bite. Head versus like toe. Right. Yeah. So. That's true. I mean, I don't know. Very true. someone who knows spiders tell us uh, Gosh, she I frantically asks uh, she <laughs> frantically asks him uh, that one actually made sense he frantically <laughs> asks him uh, what she should do he instructs her to call uh, an ambulance at Ross she moves quickly um, grabbing the phone Ross springs into action oh, I wish it was a rotor phone she'd be like "Hold, hang in there <laughs> <laughs> Sam, don't <laughs> die on me! Ross springs into action, telling her um, that he'll be right there. Molly asks what's going on. He quickly explains the situation while heading out. <laughs> what if he would have fucking charged her? Oh, At the end, be like, "It's like cool." Since I don't got no patience, this is gonna be five thousand dollars for me to just come on over. <laughs> I just want to let you call. know now. <laughs> um the coroner the coroner Milt Briggs pulls up to the house um Lloyd Lloyd commenting that uh, this isn't necessary Milt tells him that he'll he'll be the judge of that wanting him to wait out wait out there and guard the house or something upstairs Milt Milt asks um Milt asks Ross if Met, if Metcalf was alive when he got there. He explains that he uh, was dead for for about five minutes, and whatever it was was abrupt and acute. Milt asks what uh, what he thinks what he thinks was what he thinks it was as he goes over a list of possibilities. Ross shares that Evelyn claims that he was bitten by a spider before he seized. Annoyed, he shares that Metcalf told him about Ross, calling him um the hotshot who won't accept anyone else's diagnosis. It's like motherfucker you asked me. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? There's a lot of dicks in this
1: movie. I'm not just talking about dick. <laughs> i (laughs) was like like, what the
0: fuck you know (laughs) freddie i didn't expect you to go there but you went there
1: (laughs) there's a like no a lot of the characters in this like movie that you just like hate on him because he's just a new guy which i was just found like kind of
0: frustrating a little bit it's like high school bullies
1: yeah and they kind of mentioned that too. it's like oh he's been a bully since like school like okay cool yeah but okay do you have to be that right now people are dying
0: well, I mean, that wasn't even Lloyd. That was a fucking yeah, coroner. Like, like he just met just, this guy. Yeah. But it's, it's just—it doesn't make any sense. It was just like you asked me, like what I thought. Like hey, you did. How'd you like that movie? Oh, it was great. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like,
1: whoa, hey, yo. Not to that extreme, but it, it felt that way.
0: Like, like you're the fucking guy who always likes movies. <laughs> <laughs> He acknowledges that he uh, that he will accept it if he agrees with it. But for those who don't know, that is like a a joke way back that we had on the show about Freddie liking every movie. <laughs> Wanting to show uh, show him uh, his toe, pointing to to his toe, believing that to be a spider bite. Milton agrees, still doubting um, that being what killed him, claiming that in twenty years he's only seen one bite fatal, it being from a black widow and from a one year old. He believes that Metcalf overexerted himself, explaining that Evelyn mentioned that uh, he was on a treadmill. Ross thinks he could be be right as they leave out outside. Ross demands full autopsy. Lloyd is trying to butt in, um, Milt shutting it, shutting his ass down real quick as they continue walking. And I love that he's like, "Shut up, Lloyd!" Like he just keeps walking. He wants to make sure um, that uh, he receives Evelyn's permission first. Ross agrees. Milt asking if he if he needs a ride home. He claims to be all right, thanking him. Milt mocking that he needs to take care of himself now. Uh, now since he's the town doctor. Quick cut to him checking on. On one of his patient's tonsils, she leaves out of the, t- the doctor's office as he as he calls in the next patient. Molly in the in the hallway put, uh, putting up pictures. I love how stoic he is because he's like, "Yeah, fucking Metcalf died. I got all his patients by default." It's like, what?
1: Yeah, it's so weird. It's a quick transition. She's like, "And I'm in. I have my job. I'm yeah." Work.
0: You're just like, "I'm good. Fuck Metcalf." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> milk gives him uh gives him a call for the results sharing that metcalf died from an unidentified poison in his bloodstream he claims that it uh that at the moment it looks like a heart attack but he's willing to have ross do whatever he needs ross wants to exhume the uh, the others so he can be sure Mm -hmm. mode agrees on whatever he thinks is best ross tells lloyd that he wants to exhume miller uh, Miller and Margaret, but he's not he's not having it. He tells Lloyd that he'll uh, get a court order. Milt being on his side, Lloyd calls this bad business. Ross leaves out of the office, irritatedly agreeing with him. He drives up to his office being greeted by Shelly and his wife walking is and his wife walking with Bunny. Okay. Hold on here. Cause we we a lot's happening right now. We got fucking Milt having to now exhume these bodies which <laughs> like, intense dig yeah. dig okay. up these bodies they it's just like alright I need to see all of them right Um you know what I always think about with this movie though what the fuck is the point like why are these spiders doing this they're just territorial I guess so right like I mean I guess, like, I guess we get later where it's, it's nature, just like right? they're on top of the food chain uh, so this right. is just
1: natural to them yeah
0: I guess like, that's like just what just they say mentioned later
1: right? yeah it's like Shark attacks only happen when they think it's like a seal or something like that. It's right. Like it's very rare. It's like they're just doing their thing. This yeah. is spiders just doing their thing. It's true. But it seems very planned and deliberate and evil. So. Well that's
0: the thing. Like it's it's vampiric. It's it's a yeah. vampire story. Like this is a legit vampire story. It's actually a really good one, too. Yeah. Like a really good vampire story. He asks what's going on. Molly allowing Shelly to stay at Bunny's for uh, for a sleepover. Becky comments that they'll take good care of her. He frantically opens the passenger door, sharing that they, uh, there may be uh, spiders that are dangerous around there, wanting them to be aware, wanting them to not uh, capture or kill it, just run. They all aren't taking it seriously, trying to hold back laughter. He asks if they understand, reiterating for, uh, for them to run. Becky sarcastically agreeing, um, that they all that they'll do that, and he doesn't need need to worry about anything. As the two girls burst out into laughing laughter in the back seat, this fucking like this kid bunny's over here like mocking the doctor uh, death thing again while he's drive while they're driving away. She's like, "Oh, doctor death." I'm just like, but this girl was so upset about this before, right? I'm just like, that would be funny. If she was like. Fuck you, bunny. That's my dad. Like, I-, I can laugh at him and say that shit, but you can't say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bunny. Uh Molly asks if he's if he's alright. He answers he's that he's not. Inside the house, they put they put their son down to sleep. She kisses him on the forehead, and Ross clears his uh uh clears his check underneath the bed. They're being mighty loud as they put their son to bed.
1: Yeah, they're like all right, all clear.
0: Yeah, it's like, just like, uh, uh, sure. right in his fucking ear.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I always like, bro, when it's nighttime and it's time for my daughter to go to bed? You try to be as quiet as possible. As quiet as possible. You know, like, I'm. I'm the lights are dimmed. I'm. We read a book and then I'm just like, cool, all right. I turn just on her white noise and I'm just, I close the door. I'm just like, you're going to stay asleep now. <laughs> it's heaven. It's heaven. Uh at Bunny's house, the girls are playing. Bunny's um, singing Itsy Bitsy Spider as the venomous um, spider descends down toward toward them um, from the ceiling. This was <laughs> a horrifying scene. This was horrifying. I hated and it. This was all super interesting it. as well. Like the Itsy Bitsy Spider as she's trying to scare her at the same time. It's just uh, interesting.
1: Yeah, this is really good use of like editing too.
0: I love how they all they both scream here though when the burst of the door. Uh, Becky bursts through the door telling them to settle down or Shelly can't come over anymore. Like, that's pretty drastic. What does Shelly do? (laughs) They explain that they can't sleep and, um, they're scaring each other. She allows them to come sleep in her room. The spider moves closer to Shelly's foot. Bunny agrees, um, to sleep in her sister's room. They both, they both get up. throwing the book unknowingly on top of the spider and stepping on the book before leaving out. Ross is, um, doing some research and paperwork, circling, um, Circling the name of James Atherton, startled by a pounding cricket, hopping on his on his paper. Does it scare you, too? Yes,
1: it scared the hell out of me.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I fucking hate crickets, dude. I hate It'll them. It probably scared you, too. I mean, it didn't. Because I've seen this, no, but, you, like... You don't
1: have to lie. It probably scared you.
0: I mean, it didn't, but... <laughs> it
1: scared the both of us. I got you.
0: Uh <laughs> anyway, back to DoorDash. Uh, he, chugg- <laughs> he chuckles as he captures it and holds it in his hand, questioning, um, "Now that I would not have done. If this would have happened to me, would I have been scared? Absolutely. Mm. I I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have tried capturing it and allowing it to crawl on my hand. And it's probably hopping in there.
1: It looks like a spider. Why is he? Uh, I don't get do it." Fuck oh, crickets, I hate spiders, I, I'm cool fuck with
0: crickets. Fuck crickets. I don't like crickets one bit. I'm like, it was one of the reasons why I never wanted to get like a frog or fucking uh, pet snakes or anything because like feeding them crickets. And I'm just like, nah, man. That's fair. Like seeing the live bag of crickets at like pet stores. Oh, fuck. You've
1: never eaten crickets before?
0: Say that again. Have you ate crickets before? Once. From an ice cream shop. Yep. Salt and it's straw. Weird. Yep. It's very weird. They were chocolate covered crickets. Yes. Yeah. Very crunchy. It was oddly crunchy. Why oddly? No, I, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I, you know, I didn't think it was going to be like that because fucking someone told me that it was going to be like chocolate sprinkles.
1: <laughs> it was, it was
0: not. It was oddly crunchy hmm. to the point where I was just like, cool. Yeah. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I don't want this. I tried all four of those flavors, though. That's, mm. Did you try the blood? No. Did not try the blood? No. That was the best one. It tastes like Hell it tastes like no. uh, cardamom and cinnamon. No. Yeah, it's the best one. Pig's blood. Yeah. It was gray. That. It's like Halloween. It's an ice
1: cream shop that like does weird flavors. <laughs> All they have weird flavors year round. Year round, yeah. Honest. I was gonna say it's weird they have flavors like year like round. Lavender and it tastes like flowers. I'm like, why do I want to taste flowers while I'm eating ice cream? They even have
0: rose. Yeah, and like, it tastes no. just like rose. And they have lines of
1: people all the time. They do have like double chocolate chip brownie, something
0: or something like that. It's their most common, their most yeah, normal flavor. I take that one. Um, they have the strawberry cheesecake one too,
1: mm.
0: which is also all right. But like, I, I would that's say fair. that's normal. But they don't have cookies and cream. Like what the fuck? What ice cream shop does not have cookies and cream? God damn it! Why are we talking about ice creams? Anyway, he chuckles. As he, <laughs> <hashtag> <laughs> <recophobia>. <laughs> <laughs> he chuckles as he as he captures it and it hold, and holds it in his hand, questioning where all the other crickets are. Down in the cellar, two crickets on um, one with a fat ass sack full of babies come inside the cellar. Uh, it, it is look at those buns uh (laughs) cut to james going into his office his phone ringing he picks it up ross introducing himself and sharing um that he may have a problem that a spider is uh that is spider related james educates that every so often they there are health health scares that um easily pen to spiders probably because they're fucking scary james all right, sharing the statistic of there being 50, 50 to 60,000 spiders in every suburban area, each one eating about 100 insects per year, meaning that 5 million insects are consumed per acre asking him, asking him uh, to think about the world being pretty uninhabitable without spiders. While on the phone, he taps on, he taps on the web to attract his, his spider inside his tank. Ross explains that he has nothing against spiders, but they've had three deaths and he's afraid that, um, there would be more. <laughs> I mean, I love how, like, James was ready to fucking fight this dude because of the spiders. It's like, don't you be talking about my spiders like this, bro.
1: <laughs> For real. It's a very interesting person.
0: I love this, though. I love, like, how we see how he interacts with spiders, though. Right.
1: More foreshadowing of what he does in the future, too, right. with, like, the rattling of the web.
0: Now that I think about it, were all their deaths foreshadowed? Um. Be- not Margaret's. Not the kid, too. Right. The helmet. Like, not too much.
1: No. But there's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie, for sure.
0: There is. There definitely is. Yeah wanting him to lead his expertise or lend his expertise, sharing that the town isn't too far, uh, given the town's name. James questions the town, calling him um, familiar, wanting wanting to know his address. Chris Collins is, is playing foosball with a colleague. James calls out to him, asking if he's uh, busy tomorrow. He he goes into James' room, but not before giving himself his, his last point on the table. They exhume Margaret's gravesite, Chris pulling up on the site, Ross thinking it to be James, um, but he introduces himself, um... And that he's James's assistant, explaining that James uh, is really busy and that he discovered a new species in, in, of spider in South America. Ross hopes, um, excuse me, Ross hopes that he can help. Sharing that they are are going to be examining some bodies. Chris sarcastically gulps that um, that it sounds like a ba- a blast. I love this. Although Chris is just like, fuck, dude, this was not what I signed up for. Right. What the fuck going on here? Uh, Inside the morgue, they show off uh, Metcalf's body instructing that they're looking for bites. He shows Chris his toe, wanting clarification. He's not entirely sure, thinking that it could be as he turns around. He educates that even the potency of Black Widow, uh, of a Black Widow, um, would take more than one bite to kill. Black Widow's still are scary as shit, though.
1: Yeah. Honestly, hearing that, though, made me feel a little easy. It's like, all right, it has to take two bites.
0: <laughs> it is a movie, though, Freddy. <laughs> like, let me just check to make sure this is real. Um, I mean, how, how was the last time you come across Black Widow? I don't know. They're usually, like, not in houses. They're usually in, like, garages and shit. Mm. Like, sheds. Yeah. Silent Night, you you come across a few? Just now? Oh, shit. Wait, what? Cyanide, oh shit! In the studio? Oh no! It, it, that's crazy. Cyanide is typing to us right now. He can't talk because he's, he's silent. Silent? Oh no! In LG? Oh shit! LG TV? LG TV? It's in our TV. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Did you? So it's your friend, it who is it's a big girl. Oh, kill it! <laughs> set it free capture it
1: give it He's give it-, it
0: with you <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it in your hat
0: <laughs> you know what I feel, <laughs> just it crawl out. <laughs> I feel like w- one day a fucking spider is gonna crawl out of a, a somewhere in here and Freddie's gonna lose his fucking mind I'm sorry Freddie this chair that I'm sitting in is very uncomfortable to me it's leather I am sweating <laughs> I do not like this but anyway I, I, the show must go on wanting to take into consideration that Metcalf's um, spider bite is um, and his death are possibly coincidental Irv comes into the room with a bag of chips greeting them as he looks over Margaret ew come here with a bag of chips I'm over these fucking dead bodies bro get away from me calling her a good wife, teacher and neighbor as Ross searches for any bite marks like bro had a crush uh, he tells them uh to give him a call if they need anything chris comments that he wants some fresh air but ross calls him over again you know what now that i think about it, another foreshadowing we got two foreshadowings with irv irv is always eating oh that's a good call yeah he's always snacking on stuff right so another another foreshadowing um he lifts Margaret's hand asking him if he still thinks it is a coincidence showing off the bite mark. Mm-hmm. He um he admits that being a, that being a spider bite. Milt found one on Miller behind his ear. They called they call up James, Chris telling him that they have a big problem in Kanaima. Them having three bodies where the cases of death is from a spider more deadly than he's ever seen. Them wanting to uh them wanting the okay to quarantine the town. James asks if he's sure. Chris co- uh, comments that this is out of his league and and it being a decision that he's not that he's going to have to make. James expresses that he can't he can be there tomorrow afternoon wanting Chris to try to find him a specimen. Later that night, Ross isn't a, a, able to sleep. He notices a big motherfucker on his wall across from him as his um and his wife. He sits up in bed watching spider on 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 the wall continuing to sit idle on the Sit idle as it stares at him. Grabbing a magazine and rolling it up, he cautiously approaches the arachnid, winding up the swing with heavy breaths as he gets closer and realizes it's actually a coat hook. Chris is dropped off by Lloyd Ross, asking if he found the keys. He shows Ross. Um, he shows Ross. He tells Lloyd to pr- um to perk up, mocking if they find the spider that he can arrest him. <laughs> that was a great joke.
1: That was a good line. That was a great line. That was a arrest it.
0: It's like perk up Lloyd. If we find him, you could arrest him. Good good joke. Good joke. Um th- one thing that I want to mention a little bit back, a little bit, um of the scene with the coat hanger. I love how this is consuming his life
1: yeah it's a true phobia it's a fear of his and he's right. actually seeing stuff and that everything is reminding him of it now and stuff like that too it's it's a really good visual effect it is because especially a place on the fear of darkness it's like you don't really see what it is and then you also get closer and, and it's cool because this is the first time he's facing his fear
0: right yeah because he was going right. he's going up he's to growing
1: it. as a character it's like all right i can maybe fight against this now
0: right yeah this is great stuff. Like I, I genuinely really enjoy that scene and I enjoy how he is, his character arc is uh proceeding throughout this film as well. Yeah. Like you, you, we start off with this very, very interesting.
1: Like I get context. paralyzed. Now he's
0: actually walking forward towards yeah, it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Huh. Which kind of foreshadows of what we see in this next scene as well.
0: Mm-hmm. They uh, head inside Margaret's house, Ross um, instructing Milt to search the living room, Chris uh, checks out back, and Lloyd checks the kitchen, Um, and he he will just – and I love how he was like, and I will just stay right here. They search the surrounding areas, Lloyd looking inside the hanging mugs. Nothing, like so it. he cautiously checks underneath the cloth. Milt nervously pokes around the room while uh, Chris finds the finds the webbing out in the back. Lloyd finds some food and decides to sit down and eat it. What? Why? Just because she's dead, you can just feel like you can just eat her food? I did like the, the scene where he's, like,
1: touching the mugs. I feel like a spider was going to jump out, and it didn't. But it's a really good use of tension, and I love how it just swings back and forth. It's like visually cool to look at.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because they're all s- like swinging slightly off pattern from each other. Yeah. Um, Ross asks Chris uh, what all all of that is. He responds that it is leftovers from crickets. Ross sharing that they haven't heard crickets in the past few weeks. While grabbing a handful of cereal to stick in his mouth, Lloyd holds the carcass of the spider. Dropping it, he screams for Ross. Chris instructs the sheriff not to move, looking over to the spider, dis- disappointed um, that it's dead. Milt wondering what could have what could have killed it. Chris picks it up as as Lloyd tries to catch his breath. <laughs> cut to becky about to take a shower her dad knocking on her door she yells for him to go away his wife calling him to use the bathroom downstairs she gets into the shower the spider crawls on the rod (laughs) now you know what's funny freddie please have an answer for this (laughs) psycho not psycho but yes close um why do people in film smile when they take showers
1: I smile when I take a shower.
0: Do you smile through your whole like duration of showering? Mm, maybe not the whole duration, but a
1: good amount. <laughs>
0: you just get in the shower. I'm like, happy
1: getting clean. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Wakes me up, helps me go to bed. I don't know. Are you a morning shower kind of guy or both? You do both. Yeah. That's bad for you.
1: <laughs> well, not every day. Okay. But, like, it depends, like, if you're after work and you go to the gym,
0: you shower. I mean, I'm a night shower kind of guy. I prefer to shower at night because I, I need to shower the day off of me. I feel like at night, not that I sweat
1: that much, but it's like, I have like, it's, also, it's like, Freddie, are you okay? Like not night terrors, but like I wake up sweaty, like like scared sometimes, like in the middle of the night where I just like, I feel like I need to clean myself in the next morning. So like I'm a big morning shower guy.
0: But, you, but, but you're I'm getting like, in the bed dirty. Right? Well,
1: that's why I... Sometimes, right at night. Okay, but
0: so you yeah. do both. Yeah, right. not every day, but not every day. At least once. Pepper skin. A day. I'm telling you, pepper skin. <laughs> off <laughs> 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 <Hashtag her. laughs> that's a great ongoing g- gag right there meanwhile Henry goes into the other bathroom another spider climbing up his booty bowl um, he, he puts the seat down I mean that's what it is it's a booty bowl you sit your booty on it uh, he puts the he puts the seat down hiding Ooh. the spider and he sits and he sits on his uh, death seat you know this is great Because, like, you you get the ongoing thing of, like, check your toilets before um, you sit down or whatever. Check everywhere at this point. (laughs) Check all the orifices. Um, But this is great because, like, you kind of get this whole thing of, like, spiders could be hiding underneath the uh, rim and all this whole other stuff. It's pretty scary. It is. I mean, you got that one video of... uh, I gotta bring it up. Australia. Do you flush your toilet and the fucking spider gets sucked underneath in the water and it's just like always flush your toilets beforehand.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: That was like the main role that I had as a tourist Australia when is I was so scary. There. It's not that bad. Australia's gorgeous. Of course, I love it's really Australia. Scary. I mean it can be. They are living on God mode over there. It's tough. They got cheat codes they got th- to survive out there. I mean, they thriving. They thrive. Mm. with her eyes closed. Uh, Becky reaches for the nozzle, touch, uh, and she touches a wet web without like noticing. Yeah, I think it just made it while she was showering. So, because <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> she didn't
1: notice it when she first walked in, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't there. It wasn't when she first came in.
0: No, it wasn't. At least we couldn't see it. It was translucent, maybe. Yeah. Um, That's unless sure. that spider went over there and made one really quick. It's like, all right, I'm gonna put her hand here and gonna make this web there, and she didn't. <laughs> She touched it
1: and, like, I'm okay with it. What was she trying to grab, too? What was up there to, like,
0: grab your hand? I I think she was trying to touch the nozzle to turn the pressure on the water. I mean, I don't know. She's still continuing to smile while washing her hair. That's very weird to me. (laughs) I don't know, man. That is... (laughs) (laughs) No, how can you... How can you... Not notice a fucking spider jump on your off. face. I don't give a fuck how much water is hitting your head and how much you are smiling and in ecstasy in this, this moment. This thing pissed me off so how much. How do you not notice a spider jumping on your fucking
1: At one point, face? Because it like it took her such a long time to figure it out. I was like, it should bite you. You deserve it. <laughs> Damn! I wish nothing bad to happen to any of these characters except for her. Oh my so god! I'm kidding. <laughs> oh shit! I'm kidding, but like this point, I was like, "Yeah, exactly." Your point is like, well, "How did you not feel that? How did you not feel that? And why are you still showering?"
0: Mm-hmm. The spider jumps on her face. She still doesn't feel it washing her face. The spider moves down on her body. She re- uh, realizes that it's crawling on her. She screams, getting out of the shower and covering herself as she continues screaming. Henry throws his newspaper down pulling up his football boxers to see what's going on. He bur- <laughs> 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 he, he bursts into the room asking uh, asking her what happened But uh, but we needed to have a scene where her and her brother both see her naked. Okay. Back at Margaret's house, Chris is still in pursuit of another spider, Ross suggesting to take the dead spider. He explains the dead spider's already um, uh, desiccated, I think is how you say that word, mm-hmm. um, and, it, and it wouldn't be any use to them. Ross clarifies if he means um, macerated, but uh, Chris defines the two, one losing losing all of their blood and the other being the type of chewing that they do, he he asks where James found the new species. Uh, Chris answers that it was Venezuela. Wondering why, he looks behind a picture frame. A spider jumping off the wall onto the table. Ross ner- Ross nervously asks if if that's one of them. Chris looks to grab some um something to capture it, but notices that it is fo- it is following it his movement. Bro, what? This thing was like. Like legit following his movement, yeah, and it's you, intelligent. You, These spiders are intelligent, right? Like beyond intelligent. Like fuck, dude. Like they could fucking start a World war war, f- like if they wanted to, right now. Hundred percent. I think that was like what they kind of mentioned is that yeah, like it would have
1: destroyed everyone, destroyed the
0: town, right?
1: In the next town, in right. the next town,
0: yeah. He, uh, instructs Ross to take a step forward. Ross reveals that he's scared to death. Chris arguing that they, that they all are, but, um, their brains have neurotransmitters that enables them to deal with it. Ross doesn't think he, uh, he has that, but Chris <laughs> motions him, um, motions him over that he does he works up the courage to move closer the spider about to pounce but chris drops a glass on top of it cut to delbert pulling up to henry's house they are walking up the stairs delbert trying to convince henry to get his uh, asbestos gloves henry uh, <laughs> henry doesn't give a shit about um as he points him in the direction of the bathroom he closes the door sharing the rumor about a spider killing metcalf and the others delbert looks back at the looks back at Excuse me, Delbert looks back up at him, um, finding that uh, that to be doubtful. As he continues sharing that that a colleague of his in Florida bumped into a wasp nest, receiving over a dozen stings and lived. He leans down by the toilet, the spider waiting underneath the bowl. Reaching his hand underneath, the spider uh, moving out of the way. What what is he looking for? Webs. I don't know. Cause like he's like, there's no spiders here. He sits on a toilet, sharing um, that his friend lost control of all his bodily uh, functions. Switching gears, that there there isn't any spiders there, but he will hunt hunt it down and kill it. I love this. I love how like he just so smoothly transitions to like there's no spiders here. All right, (laughs) insane. He goes outside. He spots a spider on the on the deck. He immediately sprays it. Sprays it, but it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't do anything. Um, it doesn't do anything to it. Eventually, having to go over and smush it with his foot. Thinking he's a badass, walking all tough back to his car. Cut to Ross's office. Getting a knock on his door. He answers it. Introduces himself to J- uh, James. Um, without without a word, James hands him a tank and come uh, and comes inside of his house. Still rude as fuck, huh, James? Still rude as fuck.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, and it's not even his house. It's his office. I going to say office, but... Like, bro. It's crazy. You hand this man so this mean. cage... And just walks right on in. And he's just like, come on in. Like... <laughs> <laughs> He asked Ross if he found a specimen. Ross did. Also calling the uh, the town mortician, finding out that the body that was drained from that the body was drained from uh, from blood. Irv arguing or excuse me, Irv agreeing if the spider was big enough, spending enough time working on that body. He cuts off in mid sentence, understanding how he's how he how he's heard of Kanaima, it being Jerry Manley's hometown James knows who he's talking about Ross believing that one of the Venezuelan spiders came into his coffin and I love how just like the absolute life just left his face
1: yeah in that he's moment he's like, like just like
0: up. yeah literally that you just like what did I do James dissects the specimen, revealing the fangs, injectors, and them um, being large. Also, uh, finding three poison sacks, he extracts the venom. The uh, venom, wanting to test it. They move over to the table as he educates that the nature of of the toxin and the amount uh, injected will determine the effect of the bite, testing it on a mouse. It continues um, that it will lead to paralysis and death. They all watch intensely as the mouse dies almost immediately, them agreeing that it doesn't take much uh, venom. James continues looking at the organs of the spider, finding that the um, that it lacks sex organs. Chris uh, believing believing that making them drones and, or soldiers, educating that um, it is normal it is normally seen in higher organized insect societies such as bees and ants. Them never um, seeing it in spiders. James claims that he's um, that he has. Ross questioning if it was in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Because you fucked up, James. Because you fucked up, James. It was, it was. Knowing that this spider is one of the uh, descendants. Explaining that somehow the South American male made it with a domestic house spider creating a deadly strain. Ross wonders um, since the lack of sex organs it cannot be produced um, it cannot reproduce. James agrees. Adding that, uh, that the accelerated growth rate combined with the specialization suggest- suggesting a short life cycle. So that explains why it died right after it bit one one person it just right. died cuz it has this slower life cycle based off the rate that these things are getting pumped out in these uh, fucking egg sacs. Nuts. Chris shares that they've um, that they've already seen a dead one. James thinking that it, uh, that could be the the good news. Milt asking about the bad. James responds in um, in their ecosystem the species live at the top of the food chain. Uh, spreading out a web-like pattern and dominating the surrounding area but in their habitat they uh, they're contained by geography but that's not true here chris concludes that the uh, main spider is acting like a general um sending troops into battle lloyd cuts them off introducing them to Delbert. he bulldozes through lloyd shaking hands uh, shaking james hands and in- introducing himself i love this too he just like he's stoked He's like, nice to meet a like-minded colleague. Right. <laughs> it's like, you're an exterminator. And this dude actually studies spiders. <laughs> Leuch- he
1: reminds me of uh, the guy from the, the TSA in, oh, fuck. what's that movie? Jordan Peele, his you know? first get out where he like talks to the cops. He's like, oh, I'm like, you guys, I want to do the same training. It's like, it's like oh, a colleague. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: it kinda, yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, Just Lloyd, walks in with that confidence. <laughs> I mean, that's it, man. That's all it is, right? It really is. Lloyd shares that he believes that he came across one of the spiders a couple of hours ago. James asks if he brought it with him. Delbert is a smartass thinking that it might still be on the bottom of his shoe. James shares that uh uh that In this first gen, the original male also produced a queen, together constructing a primary nest, which she would guard, eventually creating reproductive organs, and uh, um, when when that happens, this town... And the next will all die. Ross oh, um, hops on the phone remembering that Irv's mortuary must be where the infestation started. Thinking if they could, if they could get in there and destroy the original uh, mail. James adding the primary nest. He needs to call the Department of Agriculture. Ross acknowledges, sharing, the, um, sharing that there's another phone in the office. James conducts that they, that they will rendezvous back at the mortuary. The line is busy. Lloyd sharing that Irv takes the phone off the hook during the Wheel of Fortune. Brett was not trying to be bothered.
1: Yeah, it's like Wheel of Fortune's on. No one be talking to me. Man. The
0: nineties. The nineties. I've <laughs> never seen an episode of Wheel of Fortune.
1: I don't know if I've seen a full episode. I've, I've never seen, seen an episode
0: of Wheel of Fortune. I've never seen an episode of Jeopardy.
1: That's fair. I've Same. never
0: seen an episode of what's the one where you have to like hit the letters. I don't know what that, that one's Je- called. No. Is that Jeopardy too? Or no? No, it's not Jeopardy. It's like the let like. Is it is The Price Is Right? Maybe. Yeah, I think that's it. The Price Is Right. Thank you, sir. Um, I've never seen that. <laughs> Obviously, I've never seen any of those like game shows. That's fair. I've never just seen the pill of watching people play. I just watched
1: do uh, the Hidden Temple. I forget what it's called. It. I never even watched that. Oh, that was tight.
0: I, I couldn't I couldn't get into it. Purple monkeys. It. I remember it, but I couldn't get into it. I was Something just like I, like this. This does not awesome. do it for me. Like this just isn't doing it for me. Um, not enough to take your phone on Do Not Disturb in this day and time. I mean, yes. If I if I was like Earth, I would. I my my phone definitely would be on the hook. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, couldn't. It just didn't really. That's fair. Yeah, wasn't a fan of those. No, um, whatever. No, I mean no problem if anyone does like them but I'm the same way with Twitch as well like I personally just I think it's cool that people do yeah. it but I just have never seen that bill for me personally it just doesn't do it for me. Cuts cuts Irv making himself some popcorn for his indulgence. Uh, for his indulging in his new, sh- or not his new show, in his show, he goes, he goes to look for some butter as the spider crawls into the bowl. He runs downstairs, handing the bowl to his wife as they excitedly watch the Wheel of Fortune. The spider crawls through the popcorn. Meanwhile, Delbert, Delbert, Chris, and Ross rush over to Urs. I love how fast he's driving too. Uh, uh, Ross asks, what uh, what about, Ross asks about what the nest looks like. Chris explains that there are, that the area would be dark, warm, moist, having a musty smell, and most likely will uh, see an egg sac. Sharing that the uh, that sharing what the sacks will look like, and that there will be no other spiders around, which we actually saw earlier, right when yeah. he first went into that barn. She had an egg sac, so therefore he wasn't going to be faced with any spiders. Yeah. Ross doesn't understand. Chris educates that spiders are cannibals and that, um, and the queen wouldn't have them, uh, have them by their off- offspring. Speaking of cannibals, quick another tangent. Uh, I'm reading this book right now called, um, The Fuck, what is it called? Some, something Flesh. I want to say it's like, now, now I, I have to find it because this, this book. Is, let me make sure my phone is muted so it doesn't play. But I, I'm listening to it on Audible. And Tinder is the flesh. Holy shit. This book is fucking amazing. Oh. Silent Night, this is your shit right here. Alright, you ready for the premise? Premise. Picture fucking this. The world, dystopian. Meet... You know what? No, meat is all bad. Disease running rampant in every piece of meat. Everything. Except except for humans. Mm. So, what happens? They become vegan? No. They fucking legalize cannibalism. It opens with this dude butchering people. (laughs) And it's like legit. like They're like farming people. And like the way that they talk in this book, they like say like, "Oh, this one's healthy to breed." This and like, and they're talking about people, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like this one has all their vaccinations and all this stuff. Like they they say it just like that, and the way that the dialogue, it's so uncomfortable. I'm sure it's so uncomfortable, but it opens fucking just like kicking you right into it. No exposition whatsoever. It's just like. Like, dudes butchering people. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. shit. Tinder is a flush. Tinder is a flush. Get that shit right now. Get it. James tells someone on the phone to tell someone else who's at, at uh, a dinner party what he told him him and the sheriff are about to walk out of the office but he stops when he sees the photos on the wall james asks where this is lloyd shares the information he he wants to be taken there the image that molly took on the uh of the web is up on the wall the trio make it to irv's place ross knocking on the door and windows chris tries the door and it opens they head inside finding both irv and and claire dead ross moves his face closer to see if if he can hear or feel um, them breathing. The spider comes comes out of Irv's nose, startling Ross. Delbert goes to um, to get them in the mortuary as Ross continues to be frozen. Lloyd and James head to uh, to to Ross's barn. James heads inside first, only equipped with a jar and flashlight, telling Lloyd that they found it, instructing him to go uh, go to the mortuary and to gather Chris and Delbert. Lloyd drives off as James continues exploring. They are leaving out of the mortuary, no success on finding the nest, Ross thinking that, um, that there could be two, but Chris doesn't find that likely. They remember something that James mentions um, that they radiate out from a central nest. Chris asks Delbert for a map. He pulls, he pulls one out of his truck, Chris instructing them to mark the Mark the Kindles house, Metcalf, the school, Margaret's, and Beechwood in the Beechwoods. He asked if the, if he asked if that in the center is the mortuary. Ross reveals that being his house. Fuck yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. That realization moment, phenomenally well done.
1: i yes to an extent for me. Whoa. Uh, I just feel like, all right, in the very beginning of the movie, very beginning you the realize movie. There's, yo, a there's a fucking big ass, ass web, web in your barn, and you're like, oh, what's killing people? Spiders. Oh, what do I remember? Big ass web in my fucking
0: barn. Okay, well, why but, are they figuring it out now? But think about this. Remember that that was also a month ago, right? Yeah.
1: I'll double check and be like, oh, let me check where I How often that does it go web. into that barn? I saw it kill a big ass mouse.
0: So for him, he probably doesn't go in that barn often. So for him, like for a good reason. I mean,
1: and probably, probably like, that's the reason why spiders.
0: But at the same time, like let's think about let's think about it this way, right? Where that barn, he's from the city. For him, he's just like I don't. What the fuck am I gonna do with this barn? Nah, I don't know, man. It's so, like all right, countryside. I see
1: spider webs. All right, that's cool. That's kind of cute. Small. I think that's what that's how he saw it. You dumbass. <laughs> you I mean, yeah. hear that I, like, I mean because like
0: dumb. he he like literally was just like you know countryside blah 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 but uh i mean i'm with you i'm with you but at the same time i love how he's just like fuck that's my house yeah my wife my cool kids
1: moment. yeah
0: you know uh they're the center point yeah Yeah. they built over to his house but the best part is that like this also is a webbing effect as well yeah, it webs out to other homes uh, they boat over to his house Of Ross upset that the whole time it, um, it was inside of his barn Delbert has his doubts explaining that his barn is too cold for spiders this time of the year Ross argues that you know what Delbert you've been wrong every time
1: no but he's kind of right because they moved down to the cellar afterwards they moved to a different location. That's why it's like, oh, this time of year, because it's been a month. Oh,
0: sure. Because yeah, right. there
1: was the exact there. It was the hive first, and then they moved the hive. Right, that's true, side. that's true.
0: Yeah. Ross argues that um it is there because uh, he saw the web in his barn. Delbert agrees that, uh, that a, quote, a, a web would indicate an, arac- an arachnoid presence. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Fucking amazing. He was, I, I, I love his delivery on this, too. Like, he doesn't even stare Staring straight ahead, obviously because he's driving, but he's just like, he's like ah, yes. A web would indicate an arachnid presence. That is right. <laughs> James explores at the to- um at the top of the barn, finding finding all different types of animals trapped in the web. Finding it uh, incredible incredible on how busy it's been. He follows the webbing, noticing that there's an area above where it leads. He springs the web, calling calling out the supper time. Um, it's it jumps from a different location clinging to his neck he screams in pain the other three make it back up to ross's house he runs to his house um to get his family out instructing delbert to destroy whatever is in the barn ross and chris run in the into the house chris stops um stops him when uh to give him a to give him a minute to look around outside first, Dobert heads inside the barn, ready for the for for that action. As the spider <laughs> crawls out, he he finds a few spiders crawling up the ladder, sp- um, spraying them down before he ascends. And he like we I didn't mention this, but he like gets a, a more powerful substance to spray. Right, um, this is actually to the point where up. it's like fucking acid on top of them. It's like goddamn, just set it on fire. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Just let it burn. Set the whole house on fire. You want to move anyway. Uh, He pushes something, causing James to come crash down, um, wrapped around wrapped around a web. Ross and Chris go into the house. He calls for his wife. Her and the kids are in the living room watching TV. Nonchalantly, they're just fucking chilling. She expresses that she was getting worried, thinking that he was going to be home uh, for dinner. He looks around um, the room for spiders. She notices that something is wrong. She she gasps when she spots one. Uh, when she spots one crawling, uh, um, crawling down the TV. Everyone moves back a bit. Ross is about to give instructions, but they notice that the whole house is now infested out of fucking nowhere. Like, yeah, they're popping out of shadows. She's like, we've been waiting like for it. this moment, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're like, let's leave the family alone until he gets home. Yeah. She's like, let's just wait here. Organize chaos. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, he instructs him to walk slowly and calmly toward the door. The um, spiders cover the walls and doors. Um, they, need, they need another way out of there. Ross shouts that they, can, um, that they can go into the bathroom and crawl out of the window. Uh, They rush up to the stairs, Ross Ross still waiting, watching the ceiling and walls, a spider almost dropping on his hand. What the fuck are you waiting for? Yeah. Go. This is me yelling at the screen constantly throughout the movie.
1: Yeah. What are you waiting
0: for? It's like, if you're going to be like this, you're going to get bit and I'm going to be like, yeah, you deserve it. Fair enough. One drops on his face. He smacks it off, running up the stairs. Chris hasn't se- hasn't seen them this aggressive before. Ross believes that they're chasing them. They hide by the uh, they hide by the door. The spiders crawl inside as Shelly screams that they are crawling inside. That's what I'm talking about. Got to fuck cover that shit up, man. Cover it up. Uh, they block the they block the underneath they block underneath the door and rush to open the window. <laughs> they crawling on you. <laughs> they funnel out of the window. Ross still inside, trying to towel towel wipe all of these damn spiders instead of just leaving. What are you doing? Why are you trying to whip them with a towel? Go. At this point, it's like, "You're dead. I don't care, bruh." <laughs> so they're coming out of everywhere. This too. scene is disgusting. Uh, his family safely uh, makes it outside. Chris shouting for him to get out of there. Ross gets stuck inside the house. Chris breaks the trellis, accidentally tripping Ross, trapping Ross inside. Shelly and Tommy um, scream about more of the spiders crawling from underneath the door. My dude Delbert, though, pulls up with a full-on exterminator suit and starts spraying the fuck out of him. Shouts out to Delbert. You know what's, what's great? Like He looks awesome. Until he, does. he starts spraying. Watch what he sprays. Because when he starts spraying, I'm like, yeah, bro. Go ahead. The fucking stupid ass yellow hat on. You know what I'm saying? You look great. And then he starts spraying. And he's like, Eh. <laughs> he's like eh, 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 eh. Ross on the other hand tries dodging the spiders as much as he can falling over the beam hitting the ground falling into it the large sack is above as he looks around thinking about his next move he remembers that what Chris said about the nest realizing that he's in it a spider comes crawling toward him touching his face he winces, he winces knowing that he's in the nest he runs to the other side trying to get the cellar to- door open shouting on that he found the nest he goes back inside the cellar arming himself with a shovel shoveling the debris out out as well excuse me shoveling the debris out of his way as the spider crawls um on the pipe ahead he searches around he searches around for the critter it hissing as a as it webs down he moves out of the way but it is on the shovel touching his hand as he ch- as he chucks the whole shovel into a fuse box genius move it works like that i was- feel like this is uh, something we all would do i'm sure the spider was shocked that he did that Hate you, Freddy! It electrocuting the shit out of the spider. Freddy just gave it away. He goes to check, to check grabbing the flashlight to make sure that it um, it is fried. He cautiously moves around the corner, finding the sack, gathering the idea to um, douse the sack in, uh, with alcohol so that he can light it on fire. Short lived, when the big daddy spider hisses at him, causes him his wine fortune to fall on top of him, he screams for for help as the spider descends down toward him. He grabs the bottle, hitting it on the other side, it grabs Um, It gets back up, crawling toward him as he tries throwing wine bottles at it. The spider dodging every single bottle that comes flying toward it. Fucking spider senses, man. It hides underneath some paint cans. He, He lights that area on fire with the aerosol can. The spider hiding and moving, blocking itself from catching on fire. This is fucking awesome. This is such a great yeah. scene because the way that this spider is like moving around and maneuvering and kind of moving in, like it—it it gets it to a me point, of the alien. yeah, and it even gets to a point where it stops on top of something, waits until he stops and it goes again, right? So it's super smart, so great. Thinking that he is finally tra- he has finally trapped it, Ross continues firing the flames. The spider um, continuing to walk, uh, watch from a distance. It is nowhere to be seen. He talks. Uh, he takes his time to search for the critter as it crawls into inside the vent. He waits on the other side um, for it to come out, getting impatient. It jumps out as soon as he lets its guard down. Amazing. But I really want to talk about the cinematography on this whole moment right here. This fucking yeah, looks, looks great. great. Like the flames coming off of the spider's eyes and things like that.
1: This looks awesome. Yeah, the framing, the weird angles and the shots, and the editing's
0: really clean. Uh, yeah, it looks great. This is awesome. He fights to get the arachnid off of him, falling to the ground. It crawls on his leg. He um He's frozen in absolute fear, shaking, it, uh, shaking as it comes closer toward him, stopping to intimidate Uh, To intimidate Ross further, Ross smacks the board off his chest, having the spider flung into the fire. The other spiders inside the sack start to hatch. Um, The the general pops out engulfed in flames as it comes charging toward him. He grabs the nail gun, shooting it, as it it turns into fucking Michael Jordan jumping over (laughs) jumping toward him. He uh, hits it, causing it to fly back. Into with the sack, destroying it as well. He catches his breath, startled one last time as Delbert pulls him out. Dude, mm. cut to him. Uh, he hugs Molly outside as he continues freaking out about the spider. She ensures him that uh, that most of them are dead or dying. This is why this is one hundred percent a vampire movie. They fucking die after the fucking general dies or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> great. He asks about the kids. She tells him um, that they are okay. Cut to uh, to them, in, or cut to the amazing port of San Francisco. Yeah, buddy. Fucking love that port. Same. You know what I'm saying? It's Same. great. It's great. Farmer's Market is cool, uh, huh? Yeah, a lot of great food in there, too. Yep. Uh, Humphrey Slocum's in there. Not Ooh. weird ice cream. Delicious ice cream. <laughs> uh, Ross pops open a bottle of wine in their new home back in the city. He jokes, asking her if she knows uh, what he's going to do going to miss most about the country she chuckles said um that at least at least they got out with their lives he adds he adds and the wine they share cheers to all the things that they can't control but then an earthquake happens they claim that it's just a cable car and they try to ignore it and then they decide like we should check on the kids while another trimmer causes their bottle to drop Mm. then credits (laughs) Very interesting ending too It's like
1: eh, Could you have ended it A different way
0: They could have just Ended it when he Hugged her and Was freaking the fuck out Yeah That should have been The ending They didn't Like We didn't need this scene Or like he started to become part of the
1: town. I would love to have seen him stay. Nah,
0: bro, was like fuck this town. That's true. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm out. They I don't even, even the whole like community. Me like help to rebuild his house and stuff like that it would be kind of cool. But He's, facts, what is this Asa. in <laughs> Me
0: gusta. Me <Mi> gusta. <laughs> Man, what a flick, though. Oh, so but good. I, I got some movie facts for us. Yeah, movie facts. <gasps> The small spiders used in the film were Avondale spiders, a harmless species from New Zealand that were provided by Landscape Research in Auckland. I've been there. Despite their fierce appearance, the spider is a docile member of the crab spider family. And is in fact harmless to humans, they were not allowed to, uh, back in New Zealand for quarantine reasons. The giant spider quote unquote is used in the film was a species of a bird eating tarantula which can attain a leg span of eight inches or more. Those types of tarantulas are not easy to handle and can be uh can give a nasty bite. The spiders in the film were managed and handled by farm um etymologist Stephen R Kutcher hmm. The animatronic general spider scene in the film's climax was one of the earliest prop jobs done by by Jamie um, Hindman, star co-producer co-pro- of MythBusters. That's so fucking oh, that's cool. So cool. Yeah, so cool. Frank Marshall meant uh, for the film to be like Alfred, Albert Hitchcock's The Birds, mm. and added people like like to be scared but laughing like a roller coaster. No one wants to be terrified. Shit! Speak for yourself, Frank. Speak for yourself. When dead spiders were needed, the filmmakers used bodies of arachnids that had died of natural causes. Oh, that's nice. That's good. The first film released under Disney's Hollywood Pictures label, which was also created so the studio could um release more adult-oriented fares. Hmm.
1: Interesting.
0: I don't think that studio is still around, right? Hollywood Studios? I don't think so. Uh,
1: I'm not too sure.
0: I can't remember what their last movie was. They made uh, Stay Alive, though. The video game movie. I just saw that recently. Did you? Did you like it? Yeah, rewatched it recently. Yeah, I like it. It's a fun one. It's a movie. It's
1: not great. No, it's not great. But it's fun. Yeah, it's all
0: right one more here uh, when Jeff Daniels came on as to play dr. John or dr. Ross Jennings the film was a serious horror movie one that Daniels told Philadelphia's um, Daily News was pretty formulaic you could tell that the lines were kind of written by computer he said he and Frank <clears throat> excuse me were uh, filmmakers. Uh, were hoping for a more ironic tone, so the script went through several revisions in the filmmaker's study Alfred Hitchcock's films and Jaws to get the tone right. One key change, Daniel's character was given a fear of spiders. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. It is interesting. Let's do one more. Uh, Kanema is the name of the avenging spirits of uh, Guyana Guyana Indians. Is also the name of the area in Venezuela where the beginning of the movie was filmed in the home of the world's tallest waterfall, Angel Falls. Hmm. Interesting. Well, let us know what you think about arachnophobia. Hashtag arachnophobia. Uh, Because we definitely (laughs) want to go ahead and keep this conversation going for sure. So let us know over on Twitter at nightlight underscore pod or you can let us know over on our Discord. Our Discord is growing. It's Hell growing yeah. fantastically. So, please, by all means, do that. Next episode, we are going to have a nice little announcement um, that I'm very excited to announce for July, upcoming July. Um, but this was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Nights. Alongside me, we had Freddie. Always keeping this spoopy. Always and forever, also known as Nighty Night. <gasps> Davis in here. <laughs> Our efforts to get the shot is not enough. We need your help to spread us out to more ghoulish nights. Rating us with five stars is very helpful on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone who would actually enjoy it. You can further support the show over on Patreon.com slash life. That's not right with the what? Okay. By pledging on Patreon, you've access to this show ad free and as early as Monday with the post show. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. An episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. And remember everybody, don't forget your nightlife.